Alright, mic check, mic check. Mortar Masters Podcast, host main of course. Uh, I'm doing an intro right quick. I got my daughter with me right now. How you doing, Brooke Bradley? Hey. Talking to the mic. Okay, you're hey. doing great. You're doing Hello. great. And I got Bailey Bradley with me. She just grabbed the mic. You gonna be on <laughs> Hello. The- okay, that's fine. This one time, hello. Brooke, calm down. This is this is all business. This is, this is a real thing right here. I love you too, both. That's amazing. Brooke, Brooke, Bailey, chill. Okay. But real quick, for real. Brooke, I wanted to have you on the intro because... Um, what did you tell me you want to be when you grow when you get older? What did you say you want to be? A judge. You want to be a judge? Yeah. Wow, this is a great. This is amazing for this podcast. Betty, what you want to be when you get older? Papa. A what? <laughs> SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Yeah. That's great, baby. You're gonna be a great sponge. So, Brooke, um, why why do you want to be a judge when you get older? I'm, I'm just curious. Why uh, you want to be a judge? Because I know it's crooked. It's crooked. What does that mean? Stop, Bailey, stop banging on the table, please. What does that mean? It's crooked. The system is crooked. Uh, yeah. How do you know that? Who you been around? Every judge knows that. <laughs> Talk to the mic, baby, please. Um. Anyway, I ain't gonna I can hold you too long, baby. Thank you for telling me that. I want to make sure they understood why I kind of wanted to, you know, do this episode. I'm gonna be gonna sit down later on. We gonna watch it in full. I got a full video for you to watch my podcast. Okay. With an attorney. Um. She's light skinned just like you. She's very beautiful just like you. And we did a great, 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 great job getting this episode out. And I'm ready to put it out. The audio. Everybody watching the video. So without further ado, we're going to get to the episode, More Than Masters Podcast, your host, Maine. Shout out to Bianca Calloway for coming on the podcast and really just giving me great, great, great content. I'm putting out content from this podcast about almost two weeks now, and I still got more. Bailey, please, you are not doing what you're supposed to be doing, okay? <laughs> anyway, let's get out of here. More Than Podcast, we out. Check my check. Morning Masters Podcast. Your host main, of course. Across from me, I got a special guest, Miss Bianca Calloway. Is that your name right? That's right, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, before we get into anything, I want to uh, just ask about your upbringing and stuff like that. So, um, where are you from, you know, originally? I was born in Augusta, Georgia. Um, my dad was in the military, so we moved around a lot, but I settled here in Augusta, so I went to high school here. I went to Glen Hills High. Are you spoiled? No. Yes. 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 No. No. Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. Make okay. sure. Most because <laughs> you, you military. I assume you know. Right, four. but it was it was four of us. So or it is four of us. And who's the oldest? I have an older sister. Marcia. Okay, so you're not the oldest. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. All right. We getting somewhere. We getting somewhere. Um, would you consider yourself light skinned I have to say that first. I have oh to ask you that question. Oh my goodness. Uh, I don't know. I guess. Yeah. yeah I'm saying, just well, say I have your a, skin my, tone. My older sister is very light skinned She's really bright. So. <sighs> I always considered her the light skinned one. I gotta ask this question then. So why why you only light skinned man? Like you not you not. No, I I mean I am light skinned I guess I I guess. But you try, you try to put off on your sister a little bit. You was like, nah, my yeah, my older sister she's more light skinned than me. Right. So my mom is German and so she looks she is light skinned like. Okay. She's okay. red. 
Okay. Well, do you, you don't act light skin though? Like, do you act light skin to you? I don't know what that means. What do you mean act light skin? We well, we always do these quizzes in the beginning just to get <laughs> you know get people you know uh, comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't um, think so. You don't think you do? No. Okay. Okay. Cool. That's hey. I don't know, but you know, but in 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 time, you know, in due time, we will find out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, so far, I haven't got them vibes from you, but then mm-hmm. again, you know. But I was be off some time, so who knows? Right, it's only been, it's only been a few minutes. Give it some time. <laughs> only a few minutes. Um, but okay, uh, what school you went to? I am like, what, what, what school you representing? What in high school? High, yeah, high school. Yeah, yeah. Glen Hills. Oh, Spartan. Okay, all right. I'm talking That's about. Right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I thought you were from the other side for some reason. No, I'm other from county. county. You're from Richmond County. Okay, I'm talking about you from the good county. That's right. All right. Um, so just to get into it real quick, uh, you are a attorney. Yes. An attorney. Can you, before you tell me like how you got into it, like what's the difference between all that, like the attorney, um, why, why, why not say lawyer, I guess? Well, I mean, they're interchangeable. You can be, it's the same, same thing. thing. Yeah, same so thing. Yeah, so I'm a lawyer, but when I, when I speak, when someone asks me and I'm speaking, I say a criminal defense attorney because I want to make sure I put the criminal defense in there. So yeah, you were taught for it. You got to do what you got to do. Right, yeah. And that's my line of work. So I say criminal defense attorney. Is it similar to like actor, actress? Because I know like, can, can you call an actress an actor? Yes, yes, right. I, I assume. Well, actor and actress—that's like you know, male. Female. Well, one, yeah, but I thought that if I say these top five actors, people be naming women sometimes. I ain't know if right. it's different. No, I don't. I think it's. But the same. so, but a male can't be an attorney. Yes. Oh, they can. Yes. So it's not, it's not a gender thing then. No. Oh wow, what I, what I got going on, man? No. Yeah, no. I went the butler. Don't, don't mind me. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, uh, what 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 got you into uh you know wanting to be an attorney first before we get into anything? So I always knew I wanted to be a lawyer. I have never wanted to do anything else. All your life? All my life. I was a child, and no one has ever seen this movie, and it's really nerdy. It's called Primal Fear. I've seen it. What you oh, mean? That is my favorite. Richard Gere. Yes. Don't play with me. Norton. Yeah. Oh, my uh-huh. goodness. Edward Norton. Yes, it's yeah. real good right. role. It is. It was an amazing movie, and I watched that movie, and I was like, okay, this is all. that's all I want to do. All I want to do is be a criminal defense attorney. That's it. And um, I went through high school and through um, to college knowing that, but I kind of... I took a break. So I, w- I started off at Valdosta State University. Okay, okay. I went down there and had too much fun. Like, my, my first year I did good. My second year I had too much fun. And um, my parents were like, okay, you're coming home. <laughs> um, so I came home and went to Augusta State University. Um, I, w- I was pregnant um, with my daughter. So when, when I got... You, when you came home, you were pregnant? Yes. Oh, that was part of the fun, I, I'm assuming. Yes. I got you. Okay, cool. <laughs> yes, cool. absolutely. On the same page, right? <laughs> That's a part of the fun. Ah, I see what's going her on Her father here. lives in Valdosta, Yes. Um, so yeah, I had to come home. Hey, shout out to Valdosta, man. No, don't, no, <laughs> no, we don't, we don't speak about that time. So, um, yeah, so I went to Augusta state and I was pregnant and I still was going, I, my grades were still good. So I was, I was a, a political science major, criminal justice minor. And I, it was literally like a, a point in my life. I was breastfeeding and I had just had my daughter. She was young and we were, I had a law school advisor. He's an attorney in Augusta. And we had an appointment and we were going to talk. I was coming up on graduation. We we're going to talk about what, you know, my next steps. Right. So I had my daughter because I'm a single mom. I did not have a babysitter. And I went to my, my appointment and my daughter was getting fussy. And so I was like, just, you know, she can make it. It's my turn next. I'm going to go in here. We're going to talk and I'm going to get out. When we got inside, she had had it and was screaming. She was hungry. And so he was like, frustrated he was like just go out you know just go outside and come back I'm like okay so I went to the bathroom and I'm like already nervous yeah. I'm like I had to bring my child you know she's crying so I breastfeed her in the bathroom and I come back in and he's like 
Bianca, you can't go to law school. He was like, what are you going to do? You have a baby. You're not married. And I was like, oh, what? You're yes. not married? What the heck? You know, he was like, you don't have the support. He was like, right, what are right. you going to do? And I was like, oh, shit, okay. And he was my law school advisor, and I had taken him for at least three courses, and I always he was a very hard professor, and I had always made A's. I had straight A's when I was at um, Augusta State because I had calmed down, and I was pregnant. I, I had a baby. I wasn't doing anything No more school. fun. No more fun. And so I was devastated, and he was the closest person. Nobody in my family um, went to law school, so mm. I didn't have any guidance. And it, it was him. It was just him. So I stopped. I, I mean, I still, I, of course, I graduated, and I tried to be a probation officer. And they, I had an interview, and they did not hire me. And I was in Augusta not making any money. And I had a daughter, so I had to do something. And I fell into this job, um, and I was a property manager for, like, two years. And then my brother went to prison, and I was like, okay, I'm going to law school. So I went ah, to law school. Ah, okay, yes. cool, cool. See. I was gonna be. A, I was gonna try to be a probation officer too at one point, but I'm like a lot. I just, I'm lazy. I just, I just, I just, I got the degree and everything. I just didn't do nothing with. I just, yeah. I don't know. I just, I just said effort. You know, yeah. I it's watch hard. Law and Order. Just keep it, keep it trail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard to to find a job, you know, with your degree when you have criminal justice or you know. But but I mean, you end up you ended up going to law school at some point anyway. Right. So how how'd you even how'd you get there like? So my, my brother was on, um, he was arrested for armed robbery, and he was out on bond, and we were trying to go through the motions. This was the first time someone in my family had been arrested for something so serious. Mm. So we were not well-versed in the law. We didn't know. And we were, and my dad and my, my parents are upstanding citizens, so they're like, you know, whatever the poli- if the police are telling you, you know, because of course they're going to say, if you're in a ter- in an interrogation room, they're going to say just tell me what XYZ. happened or you know and I'm, we're gonna make sure you're okay we know you didn't do it just help us you know so we were trying to you know walk the line and it, it came back to bite us and it was it was just a feeling of powerless i was feel, i felt powerless i could not help that you him. couldn't do nothing to help him or nothing like right that. you're in a courtroom and these people who do not know you um are going to decide what's going to happen for the remainder of your life and and, and it's like a snapshot like my because my brother went to richmond he was a basketball player a football player he was a, an attractive kid, you know, had a lot of friends, and this was his first time in any real trouble with the law, and they were they sent him down the road for 10. So mandatory 10, armed robbery carries a mandatory sentence. And he never had no other issue, no? He had been arrested once before, but not because it wasn't anything heinous. He had, it was, it's kind of personal, so I don't want to no, say exactly good, what good. happened, but um, he... We, we called the, someone else called the cops because we were trying to calm him down. Okay. We thought he was going to harm himself and we were trying to calm him down. And so he was arrested for that because it, we were, you know, it was kind of okay. rowdy, okay. you know, but that, other than that, no. Um, but so when you decided that you can go to law school, like how did you go about picking law school when you already had an advisor tell you? You couldn't do it, pretty much. So I started studying on my own. Um, I, you have to take the LSAT to, get, to go to law school. So I, I just bought the book online, and I was a property manager. So I would just sit at work at my desk, and you know, when things were calm, I would just read and and study. And so I got, I took, I took the test. I did okay. Um, but I had good grades previously, anyway, and, and the test was okay. I went, I ended up going to Atlanta John Marshall, Atlanta's John Marshall, which um, the it's it's not a great school. I'm not going to trash it because I did my first year there, and it really, really gave me a great foundation. I learned more there than where I ended up, but it, it was it was a struggling school. The bar passage rate was very low, mm. and they were letting they were allowing more people in 
than maybe, you know, normal. So so um, I went there, and they had a criminal justice program that is really good um, in, embedded in the school. So I went there for a year, and I did well. I was top two. I was number two in my class. Oh, that's great. And so thank you. And after that, I had an advisor there. Um, and she was an African-American female. And she was like, you got to get out. She was like, you got to get out of here. You know, she was like, you need to go. She was like, you can go to any school in the country with your grades. You need to get out of here. So I um, I did. I went to, I, I applied to um, Georgia State and Emory. I ended up picking Emory because it's like a top 20 in right. the country. And I just wanted to do that for my family, you know. So, because Georgia State was cheaper, but Emory was more prestigious. But when, you, when you're picking like law schools, right, I guess far as you getting a job and you come out where you go matter yes it depends on it depends on what kind of lawyer you want to be but yes so emory emory is a um because of their because of it's so prestigious you can go to emory and go to big to big we call it big law it's like a corporate okay. corporate law um they come to emory and we have on-campus inter- interviews and they, they'll come back and they they pick you from you know you have on-campus interviews, and they pick you there. Okay. You interview, and it's, I mean, the connection, I can, and that's one thing. So Atlanta's John Marshall is, it, it gave me my foundation. It made me study. I mean, it really, it's, it's like boot camp your first year. It broke me, and it brought me back up. And when I got to Emory, it was more plush. You right, know, I didn't right, have to right, work right. as hard, but the perks were amazing. I met people, you know, like I got to see, I got to meet like Bill Clinton. You know, like you meet people right, right. that you would, I would normally be rubbing elbows with these people, you know, and so. It, it opened a lot of doors, but I wanted to be a criminal defense attorney, and it really didn't matter that if I went to Emory. You know, I could have okay, went to John you. Marshall and got out and did the same thing I was doing. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as what kind of uh, law you do, what would you rank that as far as, like, uh, kind of like law? Like, what was, I guess, excuse me, I guess would it be as far as, like, um, like pay pay grade, uh, assuming that's how, they, that's, how they, that's how they measure it? Well, I mean, because you can make money in different areas of law. Corporate jobs, a lot of them, when you come out, like your like first year out, you're making six figures, 150, 100, 100 to 150,000 a year. Okay. Salary. Um, and if you want to do personal injury, which is PI, which is more, more. And th- personal that, injury, what's that like? Car accidents. Like if you get in a car accident and. Like they like got the mixtape. Mike Costello, right? Mike Costello, ain't that, ain't that his name? Yeah, um, he has a mixtape. I mean, I, it's a guy. It's a guy. Nah, he got a whole bunch oh, of songs. Oh, he has a commercial. Oh, okay, I was like, Mike Costello. What, what yeah. they call him? The ambulance chasers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ambulance what, yeah. chasers. Yeah, and I mean, but they make pretty. They make good money. I mean, and they don't have to go to court. You know, they don't have to go to court. Well, they sometimes they go, but they don't. I'm in and out of court because I'm a criminal defense attorney. But a lot of that stuff can be done on PI attorney. Everything can be done online. You know? uh, okay, so PI is. Per- but, Personal injury. Yes, and they and they make they make big money. money. Yeah, I mean not all of them. It's it's you know not every PI firm is created equal. Right. But um, you definitely that's where the money is. Well, but what about what about entertainment law? Yeah, same thing. Is that a lot of money in yes. there too? Yeah, I mean if you're if you're it just depends on you know what firm you're with. If it's a big firm, if you got big clients, then yeah. But and the same thing with criminal defense attorneys. We have clients that, and if it's a big case, even if even if you're not famous, and we're talking about if you get charged with a murder or a, let's say a, a federal case, RICO, and it's like 20 co-defendants and you have all these charges, yeah, you're looking at $100,000. You, you want to pay for a good attorney and have and focus their energy on you? Mm-hmm. You're looking at, you could, you could spend $100,000. So, all right, I'm glad. So, I, I, not, not jump the gun, but you said that, Okay, so for a criminal defense attorney, mm-hmm. which, 
What about them? Like, where, where they where they rank at? As far as like when you come out, there, is that corporate as well? It's not corporate law, no. So y'all got to get it. How y'all got to get it? Yes. So you can be a so um, criminal defense like public defenders are criminal defense attorneys because they they're defending, um, and that's what we do. We we defend people who are, have been accused of crimes. Um, but I'm in the private sector. I thought I wanted to be a public defender. And then I watched something called Gideon's Promise, which is a great program, and I love it. And I would promote. I, I still would promote Gideon's it. Promise. Yes, if you can check it is out. It on Netflix. Is? I think it may be on Netflix. Um, but it. but it was the 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 director was a professor at Atlanta's John Marshall where I was, and it was heartbreaking because it was there were public defenders who were putting their all into these cases and they were not getting paid. Like, mm. you know, they do not make a lot of money, unfortunately, which they should because they're on the front lines. They're in court every day. It's $50, ain't it? No. <laughs> no, nah, for Prepaid legal. Well, you mean to, for, for you to, to get yeah. one. Yeah, you have to pay the $50 the application fee and then, the, the, you know, the government pays for it. Yeah. I'm like, you doing what I'm doing it. That's crazy. I would never do that. Well, yeah, and they, and they didn't they didn't make a lot of money. And I had a and daughter. And you got people life in your hands and yeah. you're making but they, but they, Traps. but I would never trash a public defender because they are great attorneys. They're in the courtroom a lot more than we are, and they know the judge, they know the law because they're always in there practicing. But the only difference is they don't have the time to give to a client, you know, like I, like I do. If I have a client that comes in my office and he's charged with a serious crime and he's like, "Here's fifty thousand dollars," I, you know, I need some help. I, now you have, you've given me $50,000. You freed up some of my time. I can stop taking, I can calm down. 50,000 reasons to stop doing what you're doing. Yeah, I can, ta- I can calm down and not take so many clients and I can focus my energy on you. And if, you, if, if, you're, if you're charged with a serious crime and you're coming in and you're paying me, I'm going to give you the time and attention. And I, and I, can, I have the ability to do that. Right. Public um, defenders don't. They just don't have the time. You're looking at a case, you got 150 people. You know, and you go to court, and that's the first day you meet your. That's the first day you meet your public defender. He opens the folder and says, "Hey, who's who? Who are you?" So I'm glad you said that. So I mean, I guess it's one of the things I want to get into uh, first. I guess too, money. I, I would I would assume like when you when you think about the judicial system, like money talks. I guess I only say that because I mean I I'm I'm big on like like rapper people I know that rap or these right. rappers and or podcasts or just people from the street like you know Slim before he, before he came and he said I like them street guys. That's, I'm I'm into that stuff, right? Right. A lot of the ones I know that that had successful cases mm-hmm. pay a lot of money. Right, you because you 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 want a good attorney, and they are expensive. The longer you practice, the more cases you win, the more you know, the more notoriety you get. You can charge more, and I mean, and that just that just comes with anything. You you pay for you pay you're gonna get what you pay for. So right, if, right. You know, so lawyers, some criminal defense lawyers are expensive, but when you like I said, once you give them that money. You have freed up their time. Now you're 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 at the top of the list. You know you have freed up their time because now I can like okay I can I got this. I'm not gonna take a couple of cases because you can we can control our caseload where public defenders can't. Right. So right, I'm not right. gonna take these cases. You know, and I'm gonna put my time and effort into this person. Not only that, I can pay my staff. So I got I got two paralegals that you know. I'm, this is all. This is the only case you are gonna focus on. So you know. So public defenders they they must don't have a lot of paralegals either. Like they I doing everything they have, on their own. No, they have one. I one think they have like, one or two for the whole for the whole for the whole firm. Yeah, but yes, <laughs> not wild. no, not for the whole firm, but for no for each public defender. Okay. So you have your own paralegal or your own legal assistant. But you start off as a paralegal, so I'm not not I never knock paralegals. I'm not knocking them. They are very essential to right. what was going on. But I'm saying like if you might have two. But you have two great paralegals. Maybe they right. went to Emory. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Versus somebody <laughs> that went somewhere else. I just assume, like, even even what you're saying, it just sounds like 
the more money you pay, the the, the higher chances of getting defended better. Yeah, because and don't necessarily mean that the lawyer is better, but yes. they're spending more time on your case. Right, they're spending more time, and, and you have more resources because you, you got to think about. It's a and good I, word. Resources uh, is a good word in law. It's right. A good yeah. Word. I tell people this all the time, especially people who want to rush their case, because you you're taught when you get arrested for a crime, it's you. It's not you versus the victim. It's you versus the state. So you have the state of Georgia and versus you. You don't have the money or resources that Georgia has. They mm. have unlimited resources. So with the DA, the DA has a paralegal of their own. They have investigators that they can say, "Hey, this is this case is important to me. You are not going to do nothing but this case." Or we have, and I can I can put one. You can put one investigator. You sit here all day and watch his Facebook. You sit here all day and listen to his jail phone calls. You know. Wow. So, so what we're trying to match with them in money and resources is time. So when people rush their case, I'm like, listen, don't rush it because if we need time, we need we got to hire our own investigators. Right. Everything that they give us, we got to go through everything. We got you don't want us to go in there and not have have read everything in your file. So it it is it is about resources. It is about can you afford an, a private investigator? You know, can you can you afford you know if, a ballistics expert? Just different things like that. So if you have the money to back your case, I'm not trying to say you're gonna get off because that's not how it is. But you have a better chance if you can fund your case. But I mean, basically, from what you're saying, like obviously not, you might not get off. It's po- it's always possible. But the chances are just higher because of how, of how detailed y'all looking through things and in, in, in that case, well, yeah. from public defender, like I, it was a movie um Todd Perry just put out with the. I, hated I, I, that forgot movie. The name. I forgot the name of it, but she was a public defender, I guess. Yes. And I guess she was known for um, plea deals. Yes. But don't they, didn't that movie give them a bad name? Like, yes. Because public defenders already have a bad name anyway. Yes. But it didn't make it any better. And, and I, then she didn't make it any better because she was horrible, horrible in court. And I hated that because that's not true. Isn't Like I said, I respect public defenders because they're doing, you know, twice the work I'm doing for twice as less, you know? Probably three times. Yes. And... And they're good at it. They're, Cause don't. It's not that they're not good. Cause they can even on the fly. They can go in there, read something, and like, okay, and, and you know, and, and and defend a motion, or or whatever they need to do in court that day. They're they're good attorneys. They just don't have the time for everyone. And so, and 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 don't think that just because you get a public defender, oh, they're gonna plead me out because they don't care about me. A lot of people plead. That's just the way the criminal justice system is so clogged. Most cases end in plea deals. But. But okay, I guess my question: Why would somebody be a public defender? It don't sound like a good job. Like, it's, don't, it's an honorable job. At somebody, well, uh, somebody, uh, always, somebody told me if if Jesus had a job, oh, he'd Jesus. be a public defender. <laughs> he was a public defender. That's right. <laughs> he right. Jesus was broke. Right. So it's an honor. For one, it's to be a lawyer is an honorable profession. And if you're a public defender, that means you care about it. You you care about what's going on. You you know you care. It's just a bad stigma that right. that come along with that. But you, it shouldn't be because these people are fighting for people who don't have the resources to hire an attorney. When you plea, do you win? Is that a, is that a win? Not not you, like as a lawyer. When you plea, do you win? Some of sometimes yes. You when as a as a criminal defense attorney, especially, you have got to learn to take to know to recognize a win because ah, okay, okay. there are not sometimes it's not you you know it's not a lot. So a win could be like let's say your client looking at life. But maybe you get them seven to fifteen or something. Like that. I don't know. Right. right. So a client is being—he has a murder charge, and I know that 
we, you know, it's not, it's undisputed that he actually, you know, killed this person. But there are other circumstances, you know, that we need to consider. And instead of murder, instead of a life sentence, a, a murder charge, we get it down to involuntary manslaughter. You know, that's a win. I got you. You know, okay. that's a win. You. you know, it's not. I mean, from a lawyer standpoint, a, yeah, for a lawyer, yeah, a lawyer standpoint, it's a loss for everybody. Somebody's dead. You know, um, and somebody has to go to prison for that. But I mean, life versus you know, ten or fifteen years. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree, and I, I I said it because you see that a lot of times too. Mm-hmm. Even um, out here in cases, um, first you know when 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 a, when a title come up, it's a murder. Then I go check in my case management stuff, and yeah. I see it's manslaughter. Yeah, for whatever reason. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I guess plea time, all that stuff, it, it taking effect yeah. in the judicial system. You might get, a, you might. I guess is it is it possible that you could just get a, a break where. Both part like the the defense attorney and the uh, other side. I guess I don't know the names for these things, but the two opposing sides don't really have time for this case, so they just plea out. Like, is that, is that possible? I mean, well, we have not not on my end, but I under, I would understand that for public defenders and prosecutors and their their um assistant district attorneys, so ADAs. I understand that you know, like they're like, okay, we gonna this this case has been going on for too long. Let's get it resolved. You know, it shouldn't have took this long, or it's not that serious of a case. You know, I understand that, but to me, I don't care what comes through my door. Every case is important to me because I have the time. You know, so I'm not, so I wouldn't, I'm not rushing it. Like, I'm not rushing. Like, okay, let's you know, let's plead them out. I'm sick of this case. No, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna push until I get what I want or what my client wants, and what's in his best interest or what I think you know is justice for him. Um. Okay, but so even with uh, that, let's just say I always say like lawyers, right? Mm-hmm. See, I, I I guess I'm not in that field. So me looking at the outside, looking in, whether it's movies so, or you know, or think about that, or just people talking, um, it's hard because like y'all be like y'all y'all argue or you know do your job with my life at stake, and then I don't know how how real long it is. I don't know, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But then you'll see two them both be eating lunch together, or something like that. Absolutely, and I always feel like the oddest thing to me because yeah. here you got somebody that got life in. All right, let's go eat. Yeah, Ruth and, Chris, that's <laughs> yeah. crazy. And and people shouldn't take that to heart because at the end of the day, one, it, you know, it's a job, it's our profession, and we all are, we all are lawyers. We all went to law school. We all understand how hard it is, and we all know the stakes, you know. And so once you once we have once you pass the bar, and now it's like a community, and no matter what, if you if you're practicing in a certain county, you got to build those relationships. You know that right, right, relationships right. are always important, mm-hmm. and a lot of times it's not personal. You know, it's it's not personal. Like you're doing your job because you believe in it. You know, prosecutors believe that they are they're protecting the community and that this per their victim you know deserves justice. And we believe you know we're on the other side. Either he, our guy is you know innocent or yeah he may have done it, but you know there's some legal justice vacation or some mitigating factors that we want you to consider right so um but but we still respect each other it few of there now there have been times where i have been to trial and you know opposing counsel acted the fool and i'm not having you know i'm not i'm not having lunch with you you <laughs> oh, know so now you're now you're not no, having lunch with the person. yeah because and and, and that ha- that doesn't happen a lot because we respect each other you know it's a it's a profession right we, you know it's a it's a it's a respect thing and w- but once you cross that line and you're you become unprofessional and and you know i don't need to associate with you and it's clear to me and everybody else and and you become and you're an out you, you know you you stand out yeah and people don't want to you know be associated with you but that doesn't happen as much as people think that it happens you know but so, what about like um? Did, did you watch you watch the show for life? No. Okay. It's, it's a, it, yeah. He's an inmate. He just he mm-hmm. being a lawyer. I don't know how, how common that is. I was gonna ask you if you ever had that before, like a, a like a, you know a, a, I guess they call it a jailhouse lawyer, inmate yes. lawyer. 
Yeah. Do, y'all, do y'all have you dealt with those before? Or no. No. So I don't know. So I haven't seen the show. But if he was act, if he's actually a lawyer, like he went to law school and passed the bar. And yeah, that's yeah, what he's he saying. did. In jail, yeah. Okay, it's a true story too. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I've no, I have never encountered a jailhouse lawyer. You should but, watch for life, man. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah, but we have jailhouse lawyers, like people who go to jail and they spend their time in the law library, which is good. But then they think that they can, that, that they are lawyers, and then they come back to us and they're like, "You need to file this motion and do this," and we're like, "That doesn't." Yeah, you know, not that in the show. He, he, you <laughs> see, like, it's some things he don't know, or yeah. it's a lot of things he do know that they don't think he know. Yeah. So I guess a lot of loopholes. Like, there's a lot to that law stuff. Even yeah. watching these shows that um, but I guess I want I'm gonna talk about this. So what about like um like the process the process of um bond hearing or, or bonds like what what what's that about? Cause I I be hearing different different uh stories like you got ten percent and you got this you got certain certain people who just get a higher price like yeah. what's the actual process of, of bonds and a hearing and, and and getting getting out? Okay, so when you when you get arrested and you get charged with a crime, you um. The first time you go to court is first appearance. And at first appearance, if you are not charged with a serious violent felony, like one of what we call Georgia's seven deadlies, then that judge, it's a magistrate judge at that point, can set a bond for you. Um, sometimes they won't. Like, you, you may get charged with something serious that's not a seven deadly, like maybe a couple ag assaults and some drugs, yeah. and you, you know you got a criminal history, and they won't set it. And you have to hire an attorney or have your public defender file a motion for bond. So let's say you went to first appearance and you either were not eligible for bond because it was one of the seven deadlies or, you know, they didn't set you a bond because of the crime. You know, it was too, you know, you had a criminal history and Agassiz and they're like, I don't want to touch this. Let's get you in front of a superior court judge who's going to have jurisdiction over the case and see if they'll set you a bond. So after that, you have to have an attorney file a motion for bond for you. So you file the motion and then you have, and then they schedule you a hearing. Everybody has a right to a bond hearing. So when you go... So, and people think, and I'm glad we're talking about this, because people just hear the crime and hear some facts or with uh, some alleged facts, because nothing is proven at this point. It's mm-hmm. early in the case. And they think, oh, why did he get a bond? Or he shouldn't have, or he should have got a bond. So, <laughs> and I and I hate that. So, um, and, and bond hearings are my jam. They are my favorite thing to do. And I am Favorite? Really, yes, and I'm really good at them, if, if I do say so myself. <laughs> I know what to call. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, um, um, so they, it's four factors. And it and that is it. They're they are not by law. They're not supposed to really give too much weight to the nature of the crime, right? So you have to and you got to keep that in mind when you're doing a bond hearing. So the factors are: Do you pose a significant risk? And it has to be significant. You know, you got to right. pay attention to words. A significant risk of fleeing, because if if that word's not in there, everybody's at risk of fleeing. Right, right, I can, you right, can let right. me out, and I'll never come back. You know, I never well, that, come back. That would be considered like maybe how much money you got? Can you can you buy a jet and leave if you want right. to? Right, got you. So those. So the first factor are: Do you pose a significant risk of fleeing the jurisdiction? And will you come back to court when you're ordered to? So. They look at your finances. Um, you know, how long have you lived in the county that you've been arrested in or in, in Georgia? Do you have family here? Like, are you married with children? Do you have ties to the community that is going to keep you here and, mm. you know, that you're going to go back to court? You know, so they, they consider, do you, you know, do you got a passport? Do you have, do you own land in California where you can just go? You right, know, right. so different things. Um, the next one is, do you um, pose a significant risk of, um, are you a danger to the community? or to a person, or to property. And the way they determine that is they look at your criminal history. Like, are you, in, you know, are you out here committing crimes? Do you have a long criminal history? And they, they do look at the nature of the crime there. So they're like, okay, 
if this is like if you if you've been arrested for like a spree of crimes they're like okay you've been arrested like four different charges on four different days you know right right you know for the same thing kind of and they're like okay you if we let you out you may do the same thing um or you you got a criminal history and it shows that like let's say you, it's a person that has a drug problem they're like if i let you out you're probably gonna get arrested for drugs again gotcha. because, you know gotcha. so and um the next one is do you pose a significant risk of um, committing a felony pending trial and again, they look at your criminal history. Do you have any felony convictions on your record? And then the and the last one is if we let you out, will they will you obstruct justice? Um, so or an intimidated witness. So if you have co-defendants in the case, will you go tell your co-defendant you need to take this charge? Ah, you know, gotcha. Or gotcha. If, if there's victims, are you going to go to the victims and t- intimidate them? So it's not about black or white sometimes. I know a lot of times I'll be seeing it. That's what they be they be posting like you know a black person do this, a white person do this. But now you say that yes. it's kind of different. It is very different. So you so they people can be charged with the same crime like and so and if you're on probation, that is very because even if you get a bond, you're not going to be released because you have that probation hold. But if you if you're already on probation and you're asking for bond, the judge is going to be like somebody else gave you a bond or it, it could have been the same judge gave you a bond and you're on probation and gave you a second chance. And you are out here still, you know, you're still out here doing things. So that weighs heavily. So, so people, so when people hear like, oh, my, my homeboy didn't get a, you know, he didn't get a bond. And it's, it's because he has a, a, a long, you know, criminal record. Right, Whereas right. somebody who, it may be, that, it may be a, a horrible crime or a more serious crime, but they, they have never been accused of anything before. And they have significant ties to the community. And they have a job. Or, and, you know, and they went to school. You know, and they have people come in. Because I have people come in at the bond hearings. I'll have your pastor come in. You know, I'll have um, your coach come in. You know, I'll have people write letters. People that's going to say, if you let this boy out or this girl out on bond, I'm going to make sure he get back to court. You I, know? I hate to say it, but it just sounds like you're doing a lot of things. Public defenders are not going to be able to do, man. I, I don't see them doing that. I don't they're, know. They're not gonna, they may not be bringing witnesses in. But they, they'll, they'll argue for you. <laughs> But they may not have time to collect those those letters. They may not have time to, you know. Um, you got pretty much you got you got to do that stuff yourself. Yes. Just tell your pastor, hey, this is bond this day. Yeah. Can you come down? Yeah. And yeah. then you and then you got to convince your public defender to put them up there. Like I got my pastor here. I mean, to their defense, in, in their defense though, I mean, it's free. I would guess it's kind of like it's free work. <laughs> so That's I mean, right. You better work with them, I guess. All right. Yeah. Um. Well, since you're on that topic too, can you um kind of break down, I guess the 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 difference between um. Can I ask a quick question before yeah, you do that? Yeah, any time, Slim. All right, hold on. First thing, I just wanted to ask some. Um, I had a good public defender before and a bad one, so mm-hmm. I definitely agree with her. But that ain't got nothing to do with my question. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's my question is: You made a post. I think it was around like Christmas, and you said that. Um, oh yeah, please get to that. You got your client a bind, mm-hmm. and somebody commented under it and it said, um, "Shit, if if somebody robbed my family, I don't." I don't want them home for Christmas. How you feel right. about that statement? So it was a murder charge. Yeah. And I put, I mean, when, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm an attorney, but I'm also, a, you know, a businesswoman. I got to make money. And right, I, right. And, and the way to do that is to let people know that I, I'm able to get bonds on people who are accused of murder. You know, that's a very important because it's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I don't like, and so at that point in the process at your bond hearing, this is maybe your second or third time going to court. Nothing has been proven. You're still innocent up until the time a jury comes back and says you're guilty or until you take that plea. And in this case, it was, and I'm not, I can't get into the facts yeah, too much because yeah. the case is still going, but he was a child. He was young and it was an accident. But, you know, it, it was an accidental shooting. It, it wasn't malicious at all. Got but, you. But they still charged him with malice murder, felony murder, you know, possession of a firearm, ag assault. They whammed him. And it was it's a lot and, of charges. And, right. And about the fame. Think and, about it. And it's clear. And to me, it's clear that it's an accident. 
and he and he's a child never been in trouble before good kid clean cut kid you know he ain't with this cool stuff clean cut kid he deserves to be home you know with his family and any anybody deserves to be home and fight their case it is very hard to fight a case behind bars because you get discouraged and you stop believing in yourself and believing in your lawyer and you then you're more likely to take a plea like i'll do anything to get out of here right right you know and when really you're innocent i just want to i just want to get out of jail and go to prison and start my time so i can get out you know i want to get out of here so you you need to be in it, and let's just say he was innocent. Let's say he didn't do it at all, you know, completely. And but he was charged with that. So why does he not deserve to be home, you know, and fighting his case? I understand someone is dead, and you know, and we're and I'm always respectable in court about someone, you know, someone. There is always a victim in every case, right. but you know, people don't. And and you know what I what really what I really don't like about that if it was his friend. You know, like, oh, me and my homeboy, you know, my homeboy, they put him, they sent my homeboy down the road. Yeah, free he, him. You know what I'm stuff. saying? Free yeah. him. And That's the first thing I told him about that when we had a conversation about it. I said, yes. if it was your brother, you would have been happy as hell. If it was your brother, you know, because people, you know, it, nobody cares until it's in your backyard. And I'm guilty of this, too. Mm-hmm. When I, you know, when you hear things, you're like, oh, my God, that's awful. They need to be in prison. Yep. But when they came and got my brother, I'm like, they don't know him. You know, like, this, my, that's not his So character. you see both sides of it yes. at that point. Yeah, you know, you, you have what to. Was the, what was the point of that, whoever commented, um, what, like, what, 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 he was just trying to argue or yeah, something? Yeah, he was trying to antagonize me. Man, okay. it was blue. You know who blue is. Oh. Oh, I remember that. I don't know. I don't know him. I don't know him. Yeah, I do remember that. That's why I stopped looking. That's why I was telling him I remember that, but I just it wasn't. A, I'm like, yes. okay, it's him. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't even respond to it. I'm, I'm mad you even responded. Yeah. Well, just, I didn't know, you know, and then because I. Why did you tell us, Lynn? Why did you just say it's blue? Leave, leave it alone. Um, because it was a question that a lot of people have. You entertained. Yes. Just say that. I used, and you was entertained. A lot of people have that question. Yeah. Like, I mean, I. Mean, I, I I'm don't get me wrong. It, family. It's definitely a stupid question, mm-hmm. but a lot of people have that stupid question though. So I feel like it should be addressed. That's that's sorry, just how I feel that, about that's most just, things. I'm sorry, Blue saying that just funny. I forgot it was him. That's why I just scroll past. But it was funny. funny, but like, so no, I told to you, every once in a while, Blue got a real good take that I just be like, hmm, that's interesting. Not saying that was a good one, no. but <laughs> it no. was a good topic. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, just a good topic. Yes, I was upset. <laughs> don't come for my client. <laughs> But um, he didn't know the details. Right, right, and you never, and you never know. And if you were to read it or hear about it, it sounds awful because the victim was a young girl. I mean, she wasn't a child; she was an adult, but she was still a young girl. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess before he asked that, I was gonna ask, like, to I guess define to just people uh, the difference between uh, probation and parole. Now I asked that because somebody asked me the other day, mm-hmm. and I was trying to tell them. And they didn't want to hear it from me. I said, well, I'm going to interview a real attorney. You right. know what I'm saying? So I'm going to let her know. And then maybe when she says something I'm saying, let me know. <laughs> so if you could explain that to people. So um, probation, we call probation an alternative to um, being in custody. But you can get time and still get, you do some time and you get home and you do probation. But the difference is the a superior court judge or whatever judge is sentencing you, they sentence you to probation. And, um, you know, they, they, have, they put the... Um, the conditions on it but for parole you're in you're in custody you're serving a prison term and then the parole board decides you know when you're going to be released right so it's you have a judge on for probation and you have the parole board for parole and it's two different entities so if if you violate probation you're going before that judge that sentenced you if you violate your parole you got to go in front of the parole board and they're not judges they're not lawyers either these are people that are these are people that are like elected into or appointed in these positions and they're like teachers you know, or people in the community. So it's a different, it's a different monster, you know? But for, for parole, like, but telling speaking, like, you, you can, you was, 
for, for both of them, it's the same, I guess. But technically, for parole, you got more likely to go back to jail and finish your time out, right? Parole I guess, is than, more serious. Yes, okay. Yeah, gotcha. parole is more serious. Um, because because you can have seven years in parole and you're going to do seven years. Like you, you go back, yeah, go they'll, back they'll make you go they, they for can, the smallest mess up, I guess, right. up to them. Yeah, but but to be honest, in my in my experience, parole officers are it's easier they're easier for me to work with than probation officers. You got that status though. A public defender walking in like, hey, get out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? No, like, I mean, it's just I mean, it just it just depends. It really depends on an officer. You know, some some people they're like, if it's not a violent like, let's say he got arrested for something small. If it's not a violent crime, it's a theft charge. They're like, okay, we're not gonna revoke his parole. We're not gonna send him down for two years or six months for this. You know, well, just they'll you know. Give okay. them some other conditions. I mean, but, but probation, they're going to want some time. All right. Um, probation well, is about money and parole is about time. I can see that. Ah, uh, yeah, because probation, you got to pay every time you go see your um, probation you officer, to, right? You have and to probation pay. is expensive. Pa- pa- parole, you don't have to pay. You just go and show? If you, It depends on your conditions. I mean, I don't, you don't, t- typically, you don't have like fees associated with, like, you have, you, monitor, have you have monitoring fees. Speaking, you still yeah. in jail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have monitoring fees, but you, like, you may not have like a, they should pay you to be on parole. Like, I think they should pay you. They pay you in jail, don't they? When you're working. What? How, why would they pay you to be on parole? <laughs> you coming in? You coming in? You coming in? There? I don't know. Like, for you coming in? And yeah. checking nah. In? I think you should. No. That's something else. I should, I should like, get a little check for for being good and coming back. That should okay. be a good check, bro. Whenever you um get a charge, depending on what it is, your fine depends on what you did. Like, if you got yeah. an ag and you hurt somebody, you paying their medical bills. So you on probation for them twenty bands. Mm. Well, you it, it depends bands. on what they. Sometimes they don't ask for restitution. Sometimes they do. Yeah. And yeah, and, and it and it, it fluctuates like depending on the charge, you know. Yeah, like yeah, so so if, if I had a theft charge and a guy no ag assault charge, he shot a guy's car, he had to pay to fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, that was part of the sentence. And so you have to pay that along with your probation fees. Um, I guess I, mean, I wanna get into plea deals. I know we got other stuff I wanna get into too, but I wanna get into plea deals. Okay. Um and kinda knock that out. Like with so what's the process of um of getting a blood deal at the, in your in your opinion, so you you they're always gonna give you a recommendation. Whether it's if if it's like if if it's murder, the 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 plea gonna be life, life with the possibility. That's a deal. That's a deal. That's not a it's not a deal. But they'll offer that'll be because you because they'll they they're gonna give you a recommendation no matter what. And it's gonna and if you if it's a murder and they want to take this to trial, they're gonna say, well, you we'll do life with the possibility of parole with so you so you may get out of here one day. Um, but so how it happens is if it's a, if it's not a serious crime, if it's a non-complex crime, um, when we go for arraignment and that's just where they tell you what you're charged with, you know, and you, they let you know that you've been formally charged, whether uh, indicted, if it's a felony an accusation, if it's a misdemeanor, um, they sometimes right there, the, the, um, the, uh, prosecutor will have for me like the police reports, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever statements and, you know, some of the discovery and she'll like, okay, here's the deal. Here's, here's our first offer. And I can tell you right there what the offer is. And people, and I don't, and I, I, I really hope people listen to this. Do not get offended if your attorney comes to you with a plea deal. Because by law, I have, job. I have to tell you. I was watching for life, <laughs> and they, they did that. They was like, you have to tell your client. They yeah, gave him a, a sweet deal, too. Yeah. And he had a trouble to tell that client, hey, they want this. But it's, it's, yeah. it's illegal to not tell them, right? It's illegal to not. I have to tell you. So, and, and the people are like, oh, you bargaining with my life, and you don't believe in me? No, I have to tell you. And you may listen to the deal and be like, okay, I'm taking this. You know, and sometimes it's reasonable. Sometimes it's not. If it's not reasonable, I, I mean, I never take a, a plea that first day because I don't have all the discovery. I'm not pleading to anything unless I need to see all the evidence you have and I'll look at it myself and, and, and I'll recommend to you whether or not I think you should take this recommendation. So you you wait until you see all the evidence, but I always communicate it and then I make them sign. So I'll, I'll put out 
what they're charged with. I put out, you know, what they can be sentenced to, the max and the minimum. I put out the offer, and then I have them. If they're gonna, if they're not gonna accept it, they have to sign. Okay. You know, because you're so not you gonna put it on me. You have to sign to to not accept it. You have to sign for me, not for everybody. Oh, to, cl- to decline that my offer. My client, yeah. I'll, I'm gonna put you the offer in paper and writing. Oh, for you, just for your sake. For myself, okay. yeah, because I want to make sure, you know, because if we go to trial on this and you get convicted, I don't want you to come back and say, well, my attorney didn't tell me that they offered me a sweeter deal. I would have took it. No, you know, right, I cover right. my bases. You're gonna sign here so, and say. I know when you spoke before you came in, we I just interviewed my last week. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why it worked out perfectly timing wise. Um, athletes I actually set up that way. So let me tell you, laugh. We were just talking about that. Um, he actually was saying like how you know he had some plea deals first, mm-hmm. and they just they just shaved down one year every time. Yeah. Just the time he was gonna do in there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of going going to a different question, but that's the process of of you getting a plea deal. Obviously, you gonna come to him every time. Mm-hmm. You know, you said before I get into that, man. I know y'all say y'all go to lunch sometimes like that. Dude, mm-hmm. Is there ever a time where like you like I, I pay for lunch, you give me a better deal or no? No. Okay. No. I, I just no. Think bribery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Ask, and you know? when I say we go to lunch, I don't often do that. So let's say they say they say oh, you're I'm Ruth friendly. Chris. Yeah, I'm friendly with it. Like that, we're friendly, friendly, but I I don't do that a lot. You know, I have friends that are prosecutors on the other side. On the other side, and um, sometimes we have cases together. Sometimes we don't. And but I'm you know I'm always respectful and not really friendly, but you're respectful and you you know we talk, mm-hmm. um, because I'm going to see you again and you're going to see me again and I may need you again. So I'm respectful, but I don't. I'm not going to sell a client. Out. I'm not going to be like, well, you know. I'll let you, you know, take me on a date if you give him this, you know, or not a date, whoa, you know, okay. anything. I'm, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> no, just I mean, like I don't, or or money, you know, because I didn't want to say money, because like, bro, I didn't want to, you know, anything. Yeah, I, didn't I got want you. Any, I was trying to give another example. Got an evil job to do though. That didn't have any money. Yeah, but, I'm just yeah. saying like let's, got let's, an evil job. But it's never, it's not like you can't. Um, ask them for a certain kind of plea. Oh yeah, and we say, Okay, cool. Yeah, and those are negotiations. We, we're negotiating. Yeah, so you like when I yeah. negotiate, I say. You can't. I go to dinner. You you pay for the food. Like they give you a, a, a no. Oh, okay. Like that. No, because that's unpro- that's unprofessional. And and it's it's against, you can't do that. But in negotiation, <laughs> they do that sometimes. Like we we do a lot of negotiation like, with, with meetings and stuff. And they they try to wind and down you. Oh, I, I want say slim. I want you to do my team photography. It take right. you to you know maybe Gary's hamburgers. I don't know. Some Columbia County. Yeah. You know and <laughs> no, not when it comes to someone's life and liberty. No, ah, we don't. We don't do that. But, I mean, they're is dealing- it illegal to do that? Yes, okay, you so can't. Can, okay. You can't sell anybody or no. So you can't do that. So, but what has happened is, so how I do it, if if I have a client that's charged with something, and I know I know the evidence, let's because I have plenty of clients that tell, they go and they get interrogated and they they give a statement. So they come to me like, listen, I told oh, you know, but snitching, you know, yeah, you call it well. Yeah, on, on themselves, the, on themselves, yeah, on themselves. Oh, oh you know, tell the truth. Yeah. Oh, and they then, do that. And so they're yeah, and they're that's in trouble. What's up? Which is crazy, and then they then they call me, and so now I'm doing damage control. It's not about yeah. whether you did it or not, unless I can suppress that statement. Man, the people that tell the most is people that steal from Walmart. They tell before what? they walk out of Walmart. <laughs> Yo, still, Slim is a wild guy, bro. It's true. <laughs> people that steal from Walmart, they gonna tell before they walk out of Walmart. They gonna be like, "Yeah, man, I took it." Yeah, and then and at that point, unless unless your statement was coerced, I'm, I have to deal with the fact that you gave a statement. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's I'm gonna approach it differently. So what I do is, and um, not I'm not gonna give out all my secrets, but I I make <laughs> sure, you know, I I put everything together. 
for my client. I want to know everything about you. Anything that's going to make you human to this person and not mm -hmm. a case number, give it to me. And I'll go, and, and, and law, if I know that you can't prove one element of this crime, everything else you got in the book, and I know you can't prove this element, I'm going to come to you. I'm, I'm, I'm coming to your office. You in court, okay, I'm sitting outside. And here I'm like, I lay it out on the table because you can pre-try a case before it goes before a judge. You, okay. We go in the back rooms, like at court, where everybody's sitting down there, we'll go in the back room and we'll pre-try the case together. And by then, I have my stuff ready. I'm like, this... This is what happened. This ain't. This is what didn't happen. You can't prove this, or you can't prove that, or you know. I know this is this is what happened, but this, let me tell you why it happened. Right. You know, and you know, and and like let's bring it down, and then I get you get it to where you want it, or you get it dismissed, and so you it's like you you know you have to. And that's where it comes in with a paid attorney. You have to put that time into that, because I gotta I gotta put a case together before you go to trial, because I got this opportunity to either get it dismissed or get it brought down. So you put you put everything together, and you that's how you negotiate. You gotta put you gotta put it put something forward. So, so I would assume it's safe to say that y'all got like a, a major uh, influence in that process of the whole like just not, not even the plea that, but just making sure the case is broken down to the best of to defend them the best way you can defend them possibly. Yes, you and get them the best outcome that you can get them yeah yeah sometimes you do and sometimes depending on the crime the people's hands are tied so so ada's if it's a serious case they have a little and, and, and all offices are different they have a little less leeway like the the head da which the district attorney who is elected is an elected official will tell you if this is a high profile crime like you can't offer this person this right, is going to trial right, right. it's either we're going to take life Without with with the possibility, or we going to trial. They trying to get you elected. Yeah, you can't you can't go under. You know, and, and so sometimes they don't have the leeway. Sometimes they do. If they have the leeway, that's when you gotta you gotta get in there and pump your client up, like you know, and and put in any mitigating factors or any evidence that you gotta be your own personal investigator. I get out there. You know, I'm I'm going asking for surveillance. I'm going to talk to people. I'm calling witnesses. You know, I'm recording. Like what you know, I, I you do whatever you put it you put it at the forefront and then you make it happen. Um, yeah. So. The, all right, the last the the last guest I had, mm -hmm. we actually spoke, and he was saying that his uh, plea deal was actually under the First Offenders Act. Mm -hmm. Me and Slim both agreed that we didn't understand um, whether that act meant anything because he still got a lot of time. It seemed like right. Oh no, nah, I took my first offender before. No, we, we for him we talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you stuff Walmart, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you say you, I ain't never stole that. So you stole the Oscar or something like that. Yeah. Uh nah, like so for him, I know what you're saying. For him, it didn't make no sense for him to take his first offender though, because it's already a felony that he's convicted of that I'm just trying to figure out like what's the point of it? Like yeah. what what's the origin of it? Like what's what's the what's the meaning of it? Like, besides Okay, so if you get sentenced under the First Offender Act, you the only you're only eligible if you've never been um, arrested for a felony. It's your first or one. Your first time being charged with a felony, and this is your first felony. You have you can't have any felony convictions on your record. So it's like your because uh, you know once you're a convicted felon, that comes with a lot of stigma. You you can't vote while you're still under you know while you're in custody or while you're still on probation or parole, and you know it's hard to get. You can't live in certain places. People won't rent to you, and you can't you know it's hard to get jobs. So what it allows you to do is if you're sentenced under the First Offender Act. You, you go up and you, you take the plea. Like, you, you go up there and you go through the whole plea colloquy and you do whatever, if it's time or if it's sometimes it's probation, sometimes it's time, and you complete it successfully. Like, you do not violate. Once it's over, like, they withhold conviction. So you so if you complete it and you don't get in any more trouble, it's like, you, so you don't have a felony conviction on your record. Okay, so I mean, let me say it in terms of him so I keep okay. my, my theme going. All right, he got sentenced 15 mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. He did... Uh, seven. Well, 
the, the 85 percent so five and a half years mm-hmm. so he still ha- he still got to complete that seven years of parole mm-hmm. without getting in trouble without getting in trouble and after that he's normal I guess. Then, then he doesn't have a felony conviction on his record. It won't be. A, it won't be. It won't. It won't. So when you when you when you look him up when you do his criminal background check, it won't be a felony conviction. It'll show the felony arrest, and he can eventually get that expunged, depending you know depending on the crime and things. P- can probably depend on his money. Yeah, and you can. Well, you 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 pay the same fee to everybody. Oh, okay, you know, okay. You, you, yeah, because my barber got his back. Yeah, but and you you do that, but. So you don't have a felony. You don't have a conviction, a felony conviction on your record. So you can it's only not about it. less of time then. No, it's not. And and this it's is very the, misleading. Yeah, this it's is about your rights. Yeah, it's a very and, misleading thing. Right, right. <laughs> and, and, and but eventually, you're gonna want to have a gun to protect nah, your nah, home. I, I agree with her now yeah. that she said that. That's why I, yeah. that's why I wanted her to explain it. Right. It's, you, you did a great job explaining that. And this is a draw. And here's a drawback: a lot of people don't know, and and you don't explain it right. Let's say um, I I took the first offender act for a felony ag assault and they sentenced me to five years probation and I've completed four years. On my fourth year, if I get into a fight and I get another charge, they can sentence me up to the all that I just did don't count. They can revoke all that time and make me start over. They can sentence you to your up to your original charge and people don't know that. So I can all them three or four years I did on probation don't matter. We starting over from they you don't they don't do that all the time but they have the but power they can. to yes and you start over from square one. And so that's something that people that I think people need to explain more to, to clients. I think so too. This is kind of very misleading. Now, uh, when there's I, something else they don't know neither. They think like, okay, if I get caught for this felony this time, I'm not going to use it because it's just a possession charge. So next mm-hmm. time when I rob a bank, then I'm going to use my first offender. They don't oh, know it go off the table. The first yeah, one. It's off the table. Yeah. yeah. And you should, if, if it's offered to you and you're not going to get in trouble again, take it, you know. Yeah. You know, if you if you're trying to walk a straight line, it's like oh, you don't want a felony conviction on your record. You know, I would I would take it. It's not gonna. It, I'm not, and it's not gonna help you get less time. It's just more it about just for once you're done with all that stuff. Yeah. it helps you live a better life. Yeah, do you qualify for it? You know, okay. like you know, and if you do, we're, we're gonna you know. I just think rights. with him, he was just trying to do anything. You're not, it's a lot of time. You know, what I'm saying 15 is a lot. I think we, yeah. we, in the podcast, he was saying how he went to school, like thinking that he if he go to school, like they'll just throw it away. Yeah, I mean, and it wasn't like that. And a lot of people what, think that too. Yeah, like, and enroll to school do, and everything. You try. That's what you try to do you 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 make you get back out there and show the judge see you gave me a chance I, I'm, I'm out on bond you gave me a chance look, look what i'm doing try to I'm, humanize yourself yeah i'm an upstanding citizen i'm going to right. work i'm going to school like this isn't my character yeah. this was out of my care you want to do what you can he was doing he did the right thing um i, I gotta ask yeah what, 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 what in your opinion what would you say is your biggest upset to date mm. regarding a case person or oh you felt you felt like if you had another shot you did that or you feel like maybe you didn't uh i'm I mean, let me think about that one the biggest upset well we had um so i haven't been practicing that long i've only been practicing for two years and so my clients that are mine because I, I work with the firm and so i have a, a senior attorney at my firm and we, we do cases together and he's lead on them and i just kind of help out so within my caseload, I'm pretty happy with how my cases turn out, right. right? But I have been on a case, um, and we just got finished with um, with the case in Cobb County, and we're, we're a doctor, they um, they indicted him for a RICO charge because he had lost his license um, to practice medicine, and he was he had opened up. He still had shops. Um, he was doing plastic surgery, and he he had opened up shops, but he was not. Um, he he himself was not he was not practicing 
medicine. So he wasn't doing the surgeries. He it was his contention that he wasn't doing the surgeries. He was just overseeing. He right, was just, right. I'm owning it. Managing you know, it. you're managing and my face is on it because everybody he was like kind of, you know popular. Yeah, popular. Um and we we that case, the that was one of those rare occasions where I felt like the prosecutor was um hitting below the belt and being unfair, being unprofessional. No lunch. No lunch. Gotcha. It got to the point, and he and he was one of my professors at Emory, and and I always and I and I enjoyed his class, and he always enjoyed. He knew I wanted to be a criminal defense attorney, so he always picked on me because he was a prosecutor. We had a good relationship, and halfway through the trial, because it was like three weeks, halfway through the trial, he was like, "We we were not speaking to each other, mm. not saying we were not even saying hello when we came in the courtroom, which is odd. You still speak. So we get personal in the courtroom sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. And so with that case, he ended up. He he got he w- it went to trial and he was he was convicted, and he got he got a significant amount of time, mm. and I did not, and, and it was there was nothing that I felt like I could have did. Was that one of them cases, the hand tie case you talk about? Yeah, and that was that was a case where he had to go to trial. You know, it was no they weren't offering him anything that he could take, and he's a doc. He's a doctor. they didn't offer him nothing. I mean, oh, they did, wow. but they, oh, it wasn't something, something that he crazy could stomach. Though. Yeah, gotcha. he, he's a doctor. You know, and he and he's never been in any trouble before. And it was just a very sad situation because he he had the best of intentions, and the fact that they were even going after him, I thought was wrong. And so it was just hard watching him, you know, have to deal with that. Yeah, it was hard when he got because he had a, at this point the case had been going on for years since I was in law school. Oh wow! So I had knew I knew him, I knew his family, and it was hard watching him have to take that time. And mm-hmm. and and it was personal because, well, I'm not I'm not gonna say it was personal. Another doctor was also in the indictment and went to, we went to trial. We had a co-defendant and he got significantly less time. So I was livid at the end of that. I wasn't livid, but I, I just felt it was unfair. But let me ask you like this for you, like something like that. How do you feel when you go forward, like go home? Like, like do, do, when that stuff like that happened, does it like ruin your day or does it like stay on your mind or, or do you have to get back? Cause you got more clients. Like how do you, yeah, you, I mean, that. you take a day, you take, you take a time, you take a day, like, cause trial is exhausting. People, it's like, it's like a, it's like you're in a mental battle all day and you don't know that, but using your mind is like physically exhausting sometimes. So like at the end of the day, when you go home from trial, you still got to get ready for the next day. And it, you know, so it's like a, it's like a, a marathon. And then when it's over and it doesn't turn out the way you want, you know, it takes a toll on you. So you take it, you, you take a day, take it two days, you go to the spa, you relax, you know, but you can't take it personally. You know, you, as long as if you've done everything you can and you left it up to the jury you know they have they come back with what they come back with but you have to just know just know that's why you got to fight like i did everything i could you know but like that, that about that feeling like when it's when it's read out like how how would that feel like just standing there next to this person like when it's read out what's that feeling it's like? hard and that's not the do first you look at them like do you just look forward or you look straight like you know like what's the What's going through everybody's mind at that point? I look forward. I look. I look at who. I look at the, at, the, at the judge. I'm listening. You know. I look for. I don't. I. You don't want to get emotional. I don't ever want to get you. emotional in court ever. Um. You know. No. I don't. You I know. feel like Lone Lorna does that every every episode. They, they very. Yeah. They, no. I'm saying they very yeah. like in, <laughs> engaged and, and yeah. invested into every single case. And I know it's not yeah. life works. And you get it. You do get invested in cases. In cases that go and try, you get invested because you spend a lot of, per- of time with that person. And you know you just, you don't I but don't you can't take get it, emotionally invested. Yeah, I don't take it personally, but it still it still kind of hits you. You know, right. like you know, like man, this you know. But there are other things that, of course, now he's he's going through the appeal process. But it it, it does kind of take a toll on you. But you can't because if that's the case, I would always be sad. You know, like I can't. You know. 
Yeah. I can't. I have to. I got. You got to keep going and and just know that you did the best you could and, and keep it moving. What about uh your proudest moment dealing with someone that was accused or your proudest I guess case about this far? So and this case didn't it didn't go to trial. I ended up getting the charge dismissed. So there was turn up. There was this turn thing. up. Yeah, yeah. I like listen. <laughs> me working out stuff. That is that is what I do. Like I I I really enjoy like figuring out the case on my own and going back and getting it dismissed because that's the best thing you can do because you, you you leaving it up to a jury then you know it can go either way ain't nothing like a dismissed case that's right so i it was there it was this kid in this case is over so i can talk about it there was a kid and he was a great kid i mean he was in college it was his senior year of college he was at a great school i won't say what school at a great school no no criminal history no nothing um he was in a fraternity he you know he came from a great family and he was in a car, he was driving, it was his car, and he got pulled over and they had guns and drugs and like vacuum sealers. It was a ridiculous you know, money. And he was, and it was in a, it wasn't, it was in, cause Fulton County, you know, Fulton County is African American. Right, and right, right. They, the difference is there, when I'm talking to the prosec- a prosecutor there, they can understand. They have that cultural background. They can understand. It's not foreign to them when I'm telling them. You know, like right. we can have this conversation and they know where I'm coming from. Or they can understand. Um, but we were in a county like whew, I won't even say what county it was, and <laughs> he got caught. And I'm and I'm just and I so we 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 get him out of jail, and I'm just like, what are you? Because his family had a relationship with my with my firm. And I'm like, what are you oh, thinking? Oh, okay. You Plot know, thickens. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, I'm like, what are you thinking? Like, what are you doing? You know. And he's like, man, you know, it's spring break, and we were, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, okay, we cannot. And his mom is on my line. And she was just like, he cannot go. to This is going to ruin his life, blah, blah, blah. And they were offering him two years. Two. Like, 10 do two. Oh, and wow. You're right. You know, 10 you know, he, Was he the only in the car? No, someone else in the car. Okay. And, um, and then we got it down to six months, and and we were still fighting. Even his mom was like, I don't care, no time. No, six, no six months. No six months. No. He can't do and he And, I, and I didn't think he wouldn't, you know, he's not that type yeah, of kid. Gotcha. So, and, and, and I was proud, and the reason I was proud is because his mother was very, well, she was active. You know, she loves her son. And she, um, and prof- they were professional people. She was on my back. And she had a relationship. Her family had a relationship with my boss because my boss is a huge name in Atlanta. He's an older attorney. He was a, um, the first African-American to have a law office in DeKalb County. And he has a he was like T.I.'s lawyer, he, a lot of notori- notoriety. They wanted him to be lead on the case. And Dwight was like, and at this point in his life, he's like, I don't do little stuff that. like this. Got you. He's like, I'll oversee her, but this is hers. And she would, she would like, I would tell her what I was doing. She didn't have faith in me. She would go back to him and be like, I don't think she's... You know, <laughs> she doing the right doing, thing, man. you know, and I'm just like, listen to me, you know, and she would, and she would do things and like, she almost messed his case up. Like she she would, she was doing things and I was just like, can you please calm down? And we went to, so we, I mean, in the, in the prosecutor, she was the most conservative. Everybody was like, she is the most conservative person. So we went to court and it was our last day. It, this was like, this is the day, you know, like this is the last, either you going we going to trial or this is going to be a plea. And so. I went in there and we went back in the room and we swept it out for the longest and she ended up dismissing all the charges except for like he got because he got pulled over for speeding, right? What are you talking about man. So everything got dismissed except a speeding ticket. I mean, and his he cried, his mama was crying, you know, everybody Cries was relief. hugging me, you know, yeah, but, you know. And so that I was, I was just, and I really was, I was proud because I didn't think he deserved what happened. You know, I know, I know the background of the story. I didn't think he deserved it, but more so because his mom 
and his family didn't have faith in me. But you got it done. Yeah, a, a lot of people see me and they're like, "Oh, you're young, you know, or you know, light they're skin. not going to yeah, yeah, light skin. They're not going to take you. They're <laughs> not going to take you serious. You know, you're not, you're not, you know, because I'm friendly and I, you know, and I still talk. You know, I'm, I don't speak like a lawyer. I, I use slang sometimes, but but I'm not like that in the courtroom. But still, they didn't think that they didn't have any confidence in me. So when I when I got that case dismissed, um. All right, so I'm a, I want to get into the, the stuff we, that you know the meat and potatoes we've been talking about now too. Okay. Um, I know you we had mentioned talking about um, social media, you know, um, I guess a court of public opinion, quote unquote. Right. Um, let's talk, let's, let's first talk about the movie when they see us. Yes. How, uh, what you thought about the movie first of all? I cried. Uh, like. Was that your first time hearing about it when the movie came out? No, no, I remember. You, so you, you, you knew yes. about it before. I knew about it before, and it, and, and of course it came back out when Trump was was running for president because he he put that ad out yeah, remember, in the yeah. New York Times, you know, calling for their heads. He was willing to put money behind it. Um, so I remembered, you know, and I knew, you know, it's just something. It's just a, it was a huge case, and so we, of course, everybody knows. Like if if you're in that field, you know about the case. So when it came out, I first I posted on Facebook. I was like, I'm not I'm not gonna watch it. But I was like, I can't, you know, I can't watch it. And, and also because my brother's in prison, and I've been through this process before, and it's and it hurts. And so I don't sometimes I don't like to watch like prison shows and things like that because I know that my brother's experience that is real, you know, gotcha. not just TV. Gotcha. Gotcha. It kind it kind of triggers something else. Right. So I when I watched it, I cried, of course. Um, and but I was glad that people had watched it and it had got a lot of recognition because I was thinking now that people see this on Facebook and social media, they will recognize that someone can be charged with something as horrible as the, the, cause she was assaulted. She was raped and she was beaten, you know, to the point where she like lost her, right. uh, you know, sent and stuff like that. So I, I hoped that people would see it and understand just because you're accused of something and just because you go to trial and convicted doesn't mean you did it, you know, and, and that they would, they would, you know, take pause before they see uh, something on the jail report. Like, oh, let me share it, and then I'm gonna put my little comment. <laughs> oh, this person needs to go under the jail. You know, yeah, or yeah. So I mean, Slim, like me and him got some. Well, we don't, we don't. I don't support it anyway. Yeah. But we got similar uh, takes on that. Like, I don't yeah. like when people share stuff mm -hmm. and then put their opinion because mm -hmm. the, for every person that does it, it's like three or four more people that do it, especially yeah. in this area, right? Mm -hmm. And when you do that. It's like you already giving that person like you they 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 guilty now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you already you've been making them guilty. Right, from from the beginning, and that and that's very harmful because you got to think about it. I mean, anybody can somebody can walk in here right now and accuse you of anything. You know. Yeah. And you, anybody can get arrested, or or even if you did do something, it could be a good a good reason you did something. It could be a justification. But you are so you. But at this point, it's just an arrest. All you need to arrest someone is probable cause. That's nothing. Right. You know. Right. And so. Then that so that person is and now now my business is out on Facebook and now you put your little tidbit oh yeah I remember when we went in high school and I knew he wasn't shit then you know <laughs> yeah. like, but that's what they do for yeah. real they screenshot the mug right. shots forever and then they post it and now it's online and now everybody knows about it and this and and that's and that's embarrassing and yeah, then it's demeaning yeah it's demeaning and it's embarrassing and it's uncalled for because when your friend gets locked up. You gonna get in there? Oh, y'all cheering that? Y'all so messy? Free my boy? He yep. ain't do it? Y'all don't know what happened? It's yeah. always different when you're on the opposite sides of the V. But my thing is, be be the same way both. Be objective until things, you know. I don't I don't share. I don't like the page. Yeah. I Me think neither. even yeah even and that this is made more so of a Jeroport thing, but I don't like the the headlines. I don't like the way the articles are written. Like right. everything seems like 
they already against that person in the mugshot already. Right, and it's loaded. And then and yeah. it, it, it's, it's like, and you, and you put it and you read it, and you're like, man, this sounds awful. This person did it. Even the you picture know? they use is crazy. It, it, crazy. Man, victims, gotta, victims be getting like the worst. Like, it be, yeah. be murder victim, and they got a picture of you smoking with, you got a picture in a suit on your Facebook page, Absolutely. but they're not using that. They're not using that. They're going to make you look bad because they're trying to sell it. And they exactly. know it, and they know you're going to share it Don't if it like looks that. crazy. And then we feed into it. And it's a people, and it's it's in your own community. Do not do that to your people. Every time, stop doing that. It's going to be people that 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 y'all, that's on your friends list. Yes, <laughs> going, they'll yes. be the ones to share it. Don't even if even if you don't like the person, I'm telling you now. If I ever get arrested, if you share my page, you out of here. Find yeah, out, we not out of here. We're not friends. You out of here. And I and, and I'm gonna come and I'm gonna come have a conversation with you. Why Ooh, would you do that? You I know? told okay. you that's my thing about it. Like if you my partner. Do not share no mugshot. Yeah, don't that's tell, crazy. Don't say free I don't me. care what Nothing. I did. Don't say free Throw me. past it, yeah. please. Yes. <laughs> don't, Just don't ignore it. it. Just I got a crazy anything. jail report story. Like, I meant to tell you this off mic, but I'll tell you. You was on the jail report? Oh, okay. I've been on the jail report. Oh, I, know, I thought you said you had a crazy story. I'm sorry. <laughs> but nah, and, um, I stayed in Kentucky, and this ain't really my story to tell, but I, I'll tell it anyway. Um, I had this old school Chevy, right? I went to this gas station. It's a prepaid pump. I went inside. I guess the cashier was kind of confused. So I gave her $5 for gas. I gave her like $20 to get some change. And I gave her a dollar to get some quarters so I can put some air in my tires. I had these big rims on the car and one of them was leaking. You were doing a lot, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to make the story short. And um, so she messed the pump up and put too much on the pump, but gave me all my right change. Do you know they set a roadblock up outside my house? <laughs> uh-huh. Over twenty five dollars worth of gas. What right. county was so, you in, man? Uh, I was in Kentucky, and oh. it's real redneck county. Mm-hmm. So, um, the police, of course, they cut me off. They draw their guns down, acting crazy. They beat me up. They locked me up. One of my mom's friends seen it and went and got her. She came just to get my car because they was about to tow my car because my car had a kill switch. I hit the kill switch as soon as he pulled me over, so they didn't know how to move the car. So she comes to get the car. Do you know as soon as she comes to get the car, she starts walking towards them. They slam her to the ground and put cuffs on her and take her to jail. Mm. And charge her with disorderly conduct. So now she's in the jail report. My mama got a good job. And everybody looking at her like, oh, this lady's a criminal. My mom, like 50 years old, ain't never been locked up in her life. But then the story of why happened. Yeah. Then it's so awkward, too, because we at our bond hearing sit next to each other. And my mom crying the whole time. She did not stop crying the whole time we was in that holding cell. And she moved because she couldn't take it. She was like, baby, I'm not like you. I'm going to keep it home with you, right? Two things. One, that's a, that's an amazing story for one. Sometimes some tell stories in here. It's, yeah, but sometimes you tell stories and I'm like, Slim, nah, you know better than that. <laughs> Two, I'm happy you said that story because I, I, I'm, I'm keeping this clip. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to you right now. This nah, that's, that's, that's crazy, but I, ne- I, I, got I never knew that. got shots too. Yeah, send that to me. <laughs> not, not like that, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's just crazy, though. That's, nah, that's a crazy story. Bad. I hate that mugshot. Damn. Yeah. But your mother, she went to that job or back to that job, probably, and they probably seen she that. She go back. Oh, okay. Damn. We moved back to Georgia. Yeah. But. When you when, when you when you talk about like uh, just social media, um, like even articles or people that's popular too, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like if you pop in the city, yeah. like you already written off. And then sometimes the stuff people say with with, with these uh, with these pictures, it, they kind of telling you a little bit too. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if it's something like I, I want somebody to jump for like I think bank robbery. Yeah, she had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. She didn't do that. But since she was since she, since since she's a certain way, people had all these theories of I knew she was doing something. To, I yeah. knew. It. But she didn't do nothing. Right. She wasn't even she there. She bought a new car, so yeah. She, she the must person have that took her car and they, they robbed the bank. She yep. had nothing to do with it. Yep. But in people's mind, 
since she had X, Y, Z, she must have been on, been in on it. Right. It's crazy as hell to me. That's right. And I just, I really hope people listen to this and they stop because you never know what people like, well, just why, you know, stay out of the way. Don't get arrested. And, and Slim just told a story about his mom. She didn't do anything, but she got arrested, you know, and if, 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 it, it may get worked out in court. It may not. But the point is, you don't know when it, it can be your day tomorrow. So you got to, you know, you got to calm down. You got to come on. Like you have to respect just respect the legal system mm-hmm. and those same people won't they won't um, be on, i hate when people get upset when they get um the notice in the mail to be a juror you know like oh i got jury duty i'm not going <laughs> you know i don't like why yeah. why not go you know go they, they complain about oh he got he got off he got you know he shouldn't have got off he should have got convicted or or they shouldn't have convicted convicted him well you didn't go you know you can but imagine in. you go for jury duty and it's the oj trial you got to be in there for a year and a half how much well, I got paid? You gotta do. You gotta do. What you don't you get paid do. that much for no jury duty. You don't I ain't get never paid. Did it. You don't get paid a lot. No, I ain't never did it. <laughs> but it's a, it's your civic duty, and you should want to do it. I would love to sit on a jury. I would love to. For the OJ case? Not for that case. I'm talking, <laughs> I'm, 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 that's I'm, what I'm, I'm talking. I'm gonna keep behind with you, right? I got. I, I probably never get picked. Yeah, and, 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 and anybody see, going to jail, bro? I'm telling and, you right now. And don't say that. I got no, paid no twice. I'm not saying like that. I'm not saying like. Huh? No, I, I know, got paid but twice before. when How you, you pick before me, when you on, <laughs> when they ask you questions, don't go on there and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm pro black and I'm never sending nobody <laughs> no, to jail." No. They're not gonna pick they you. They looking for the most unbiased person right. they can find and be somebody neutral. that doesn't I'm definitely watch gonna allow get, get on the jury and then do You're not gonna be picked anyway because you watch um um entertainment. If you like, that's one of the biggest questions too. Like, if you're if you're into like media and stuff like you must that, know I'm they don't gonna want lie. you to be influenced. You must have know. I'm gonna lie. Oh, you gonna lie about that? Gonna, I'm gonna lie. Yes. <laughs> nah, I'm telling the truth because I ain't. Heck, no, I'm lying. You're she not supposed to like lie. this, but I ain't trying to do jury duty neither. Yeah, I but I, I don't like. I think I, I think everybody it. should. I want to experience yeah, it. Yeah, I think everybody should. You should. I mean, because you need to be a part of the process. You can. What about those people that that go to courtrooms just to spy on people in their city and their court cases? That's cool. I did not know that I, people did that, but you but it's, it's open public. To, it's yeah. public, and you should go. You should oh, go. Oh, you ain't never seen people do that to go, to go spot. Well, I have seen people do it that were invested in the case. You know, she big time. You know, like yeah. I have seen, you know, like people just to be nosy and go back and tell. You know, like Man, oh yeah, I heard. This I had before. a possession with intent charge when I was seventeen years old, and I swear, like ten people from my neighborhood came to my court date. Well, maybe they were trying to support you. No, yeah, they're stupid because I had got locked up two months <laughs> before that for, um, <laughs> for throwing <laughs> eggs. <laughs> In the neighborhood, so they went in there like on some like, yeah, we want to see how much time he get. That's ain't number possession with intent. Yeah, I ain't do nothing but take a miss. I would have threw an egg at your ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, um, but I know when we when we did talk about it, you know, just far as like uh, people just prejudging them. That, that's mm-hmm. kind of the thing with social media. Like, right. there's a lot of prejudgment when mm-hmm. it comes to uh, people. Like, when you got uh, papers like the Jet Report or mm-hmm. whatever. And I was telling you, uh, one one paper that I did support, I don't think they still do it now, but it was a paper called The Verdict. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is because they didn't say the charges. It's like whatever you got sentenced that right. week, which is local information anyway. It's in, the, it's in the Chronicle every week. Right. People know that, but I, I, I prefer that over the report. I wanted to see what they got sent, but they, you know, yeah, something like that. Yeah, what actually happened. Yeah, because yeah, at that point, it's proven that you did it, I guess. You right. know what I'm saying? Because the courts have nothing to do with the jail report. That's the, that's, you know, they're, they're trying to make money. And it's free. And, and all that stuff is free anyway. You pay yeah. $2 for the paper and it's free. Like, you yeah. can follow the Twitter page. It's, it's free on Twitter. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And I hope people, I hope people learn to stop doing that. And that's why I was excited when the movie came out and people were watching it because I wanted to see how, you know, because it took off in the media and then they've already, commu- and, and you have now polluted the jury pool. So if you have a crime that everybody knows about in the county because it's a big crime. Right, right. You know how how you're gonna you're gonna pick a jury and that person is gonna have heard the story, 
from one side, you know, and they're like, okay, this person's, I read this in the newspaper, this person's guilty, you know? How did that work, though? Like, cause like let, you you in the, you in the area, um, yeah. Atlanta area, where it's, it's high-profile cases. Mm-hmm. Let's say you do get one. But like, how do you how do you even pick a, a real jury that don't know what's going on? So some even if so even if so let's say people heard about it or like I heard about it, but you know I just heard, I just read the story and I didn't think anything about it. We you ask them, you know, given that you've heard the story or that you've seen the news, you know, you've seen the news story run on the news, can you still listen to the facts of the case and apply the law, you know, and be a fair and impartial juror? If they say yes, we take it for their we, we take their word. But well, you you take their word, but you still get to strike jurors. Right, right. So if I think that you're clowning and you really basically like, a vibe, yeah, yeah, yes, and you you ask questions, you know, like if you and you want to you 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 already you get the list, so you know how old they are, you know what they do for a living, you know you know if they're married, th- little things like that, and then you get a chance, which is called voir dire, and some people say voir dire, which is a, a joke in law school, but anyway, you you get to ask. <laughs> You get to ask, um, like it's a, they say, we have accents. We're country down here, so we say "war dire" when it's really "war dear." What's the, what's the meaning of that, though? Um, that it's, it's when you it's when you question the jury. Okay. So it's when you, you you get an opportunity to pick your jury. So you're you're talking to them and you're asking them like, "You own a gun?" Draft you know? day. You know, just stuff like that. Got yeah, yeah. yeah. We're trying to kind of yeah. like the All Star game, how LeBron and Giannis pick their team. Ah, uh, the okay, thing. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So you have a and, and we say pick a jury. You really don't pick a jury. They give you a bunch of people and you strike people out and you you get what you left. Got gotcha. you. You know, so. That's that's the process of doing that, and so you just want to pick people. Really, you pick the people you don't know. Like those people are like, because if you're too far right, too far left, we don't want you. You know, because either side, you know, we don't want you because they don't want you for one reason, we don't want you for another. We we want people middle of the road, you know, and that that we can that can listen to that can honestly listen and make and make a determination based on the facts and the law. Got you, got you. But um, jurors, and it's it's hard because. You know, these are these are lay people. We call you know lay people people who not are not lawyers, not well versed in the law, and they're having to apply sometimes complicated laws. Right. And they make mistakes. To in my opinion, you know, sometimes and I, well, in the hard. in the WNCS movie, like I I knew about it before because I I've been new about it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, you mentioned something earlier in the podcast. I was going I was going to bring it up then, and you were saying how uh, sometimes you know people they uh they tell they tell what whatever happened right yeah. they tell whatever happened. Mm-hmm. So, in your opinion, you know, better with that with that case, and you know, I don't, I don't know if you seen documentary. Documentary is better than the movie to me. Like it's the actual yeah. footage of them telling on them, of them saying what they lying. Right. Because, like you said, the lawyer was telling them, telling the person's dad or yeah. their parents, like, yo, if they said it, they can go home tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so after twelve hours of being there, you know, you're gonna say I yeah. did it, and you know, whatever. And their children, and these are how, how does how how does a lawyer like or attorney um even go against that now? So especially back then in that time, right? So if you give a statement, there you can you can file a motion to have the the statement thrown out, but it has to be for a reason. So let's just say you you asked for an attorney and they didn't give you an attorney and they interrogated you anyway. Well, you can't do that. They have a right to an attorney. And once you ask for an attorney, you got to get out. You got to leave the person alone. Um, or they, let's say they coerced it. Let's just say they came. They you know they went. They didn't. Re, they came to your house and it was like eight cops and they handcuffed you and they put your mom in handcuffs. Mm-hmm. You know, and they and, and you and they didn't read you your rights and and they like you know tell you know and then they. Yeah, and you give them your you um, and you give a statement like you can suppress them and sometimes you can't. Sometimes your statement is coming in, and you have to defend that. You have to sometimes you have to work with it. Well, let me ask you: uh, Did you ever see the the actual footage of them like in, in interrogation? A long time ago, yeah, a long time it, ago. But that was legal. Everything they did was legal. No, so it's not. You're so not. Like they should. They should. Be, they should. Be, they should have been able to get out based off just that footage alone. Right. Well, see, and so the, and they're in New York, so the the laws are different for each state, but. 
they they should have first of all it was a long time ago the times were different you know it was a little it was a, i mean racism still exists of course but you know it's a little bit more at the forefront then um but police have a lot of leeway and people don't know that people say oh the police lied to me you can't do that yes they can the police can lie to you and say yeah your homeboy in here told me told me everything you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just tell me. And you're like, man, he just told on me. Okay, well, no, he, I didn't do it. He really did it. And the, your friend ain't said nothing. Police lie all the time. It is in the handbook. Oh, we know. You know, so you you have to you have to just be mindful of those things. And then you, you're not supposed to, of course, you're not supposed to keep somebody in an interrogation room for 12 hours and then and not give them, you know, any water or anything. And it's coerced. But a judge is going to make that determination. So if you're going to court, you're going to court, and, and you can file a motion to suppress it, and you have to, and it's a fight. Now it's, they're putting up like, well, no, that was normal police practice. Um, he gave him a break. He gave him water, or, you know, yeah, he allowed him to talk to his parents, He, you know, you know, whatever. So you have to fight, and the judge, at that point, the judge makes a determination, not a jury. So before you go to trial, you have motions hearings, and you file a motion to suppress that statement. You, you're going to file a motion, and they're going to argue against it. If the judge um, allows it in, it's in. Mm-hmm. And you can't, there's nothing you can do about it. If the judge allows it in, it's in. I mean, you can, up on appeal, you can bring that up. Like, I think that the, my motion should have been granted, but, you know, that's hard to do. That's on the back end. Um, Well, I mean, like I said, to me, that's just, it's just, I mean, it's just sad. But when I watched it, it just seemed odd because the parents were telling him to say, say yeah. you did it too. Yeah. Uh, the, movie, it sh- the movie was good and getting wrong was good, but the documentary they have, it showed, like, it's more vivid, I guess, because mm-hmm. it's actually them. Yeah. You know? And, um... I know, I know. One of the one of the parts, like the guy, has, he helped the dad when he came home. Mm-hmm. In real life, like they didn't talk. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because the dad was on tone. Hey, just say you just we can go home. Mm-hmm. And they never did nothing. So yeah. I can imagine you being mad at your dad. Cause yeah, stuff happened to you in jail. You were a kid. All that stuff. Absolutely. Um, but uh, I guess for moving forward from there, I know one another thing we wanted to talk about too was like uh, it's gonna sound controversial too. It's just a very topic. Uh, the Me Too movement. Yes. Um, <laughs> I ain't talked about that in a long time. Oh, you get ready now. But um, the Me Too movement now, as far as that is concerned, you, we we talk about we, right now we talking about like different sides of mm-hmm. being on uh, getting them charges, right? Right. Yes. So, kind of explain what what you mean when you say when you say that as far as uh, the Me Too movement part of it. So, my sisters are gonna be so mad when they watch this because they are feminist and they do not like when I talk about this but okay so of course when I am involved in it I'm on the opposite side of the V and I am representing men um typically who have been accused of you know rape I'm sorry it's a dumb question the V you mean versus yes okay cool. yeah yeah you knew that? <laughs> so um smart guy over here man yeah so um and I I am not trying to say that of course rape exists and rape happens and people get raped and it's awful and it, and I think it's and, and you learn like the people the offenders that are the worst are people that hurt women and children because they do not stop like you can murder somebody once in your life and never kill again and it's situational but people who harm women and children kind of do it constantly right but there are people and it happens all the time that are completely innocent and get charged with rape because it is very easy for a woman to get upset with a man and say, you raped me. Oh, yeah, they might be mad at you. Right. So, um, I can and see so it I, now. I can already see it. Right. So, I, yeah. You're mad right now, right. too. So, yeah. I, yeah, I know. It's and, true, and though. It's just it's, it's true. And it's, and it's hard. And you and you have to you have to think about it. And a lot of times, so I've, I've had it happen a couple of times. And what's, what, when, when it's bad, it's when they're young. It's, it's young, like high schoolers. And it's like, it's a situation where 
we're, we're together and we're in a relationship and we, we've been having sex and everybody knows we're having sex and now you have cheated on me or you leaving me for another girlfriend and now you rape me, you know, because you want to mm. get back. And, and the girls don't understand the time. That's because that it's it's one and of the severity of that. Yeah, it's it's one of the seven deadlies, and it's mandatory. It's a mandatory sentence, and you they don't understand the severity of what they have done because they think I'm just trying to hurt this person, and some and I'm, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. Some it happens, but it happens. It ha- it also you have to also consider the person that is innocent and gets accused. And, and, and then they have to fight through that. And even, and even if you're, even if the charges are dismissed or you go to court and you're found not guilty, or even if she recants her story, it's like, you know what? I was just pissed off. You always got that, that uh, stigma. You always have you. that stigma. And even if you really didn't do it and she said that you didn't do it, you'll still have people say she only said they, they probably paid her. They probably paid or, her. Or she probably got scared and said it, you know? And really it's like, no, I really genuinely did not rape this girl. That go back to the, uh court of public opinion you're talking about too because right. once it's you're always out there, guilty in the court of public it. opinion though yeah it's out there what, always once it's out there it's out there yep. you know and you could be you know that is that is going to ruin your reputation like just because it nobody because if you really are a rapist then you're like a you know you, you we don't you know nobody wants to be associated with someone that is a, a known I, I, rapist i'm be honest with you i don't want to go too too deep into it to, to, to this but because uh, last i don't want because this is it's kind of you know i got something to say yeah but they they did the same thing like kobe they, they kind of always bring that up like that he that never it never left him you know what i'm saying right and they, they 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 said, well, he just paid all, so you know. Yeah, and, and that's that ma- kind of why because he could. You can't talk about Kobe no more. No, you can't. You can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Yeah, and I mean, Chill, it may I not. It that. may not Chill. have been true. Ain't <laughs> nobody heard that, but me and you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping this whole part out, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> back to the seriousness. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and and you sometimes and so some okay sometimes it's situational and sometimes like Kobe, you're a target. I mean, here you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you're up and coming or, you know, you're you're famous and then you have a woman, you may reject her. You may have slept with her and but then you kinda just are like, Okay, girl, get out. And yeah, then you're, you know, you're yeah. upset, like and and you have to and you have to think about it because when, because let's just say you, you guys did have sex and it was consensual, and then she said you raped her. She goes to the hospital. She has a rape kit. You know your semen is there or whatever, or some kind of DNA. So you know they have evidence that some sex happened, but it's just your contention that it's consensual. So you go to trial, and it's her and you. So it's are they gonna believe me or her? So she gets up there and she's crying and yeah he raped me and then you and he gets up there I didn't rape her or he decides not to take the stand and you just put up evidence like no this was consensual sex they had had sex before, and you can convict them. Off of her statement, her a victim's testimony alone, the tri- mm. the, the the jury can t- can believe her, and that's it. You are down the road, you know. And then you're and then you're a registered sex offender, and, and when when you get out, because you're, you're in there for a while, that's tough, you know. And that can happen. What's the mandatory ten years? No, it, well, it's not. It's it's a little in higher the state than of Georgia, ten. I mean. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, ten to twenty five. So like yeah. you can get twenty five. That's a wild range. Yeah, you can get twenty five years, uh-huh. you know. And you have to do it to the door because it's mandatory. So. You can't, it's not parolable, you know, and so you have to fight and it's hard to fight against just some, because it's, it's really coming down to who do you believe? Mm-hmm. And then let's just say you are, and let's just say if it's just a based off appearances alone, you're a, you're a bigger male and she's tiny, you know, and you walk in a courtroom and you are six, three, six, four, 250 and she walk in and uh, she's, you know. And she's my yeah, and she's my size, and she gets up there, and she ain't, she's not looking how she looked when I took her home. You know, she got her glasses right, on, right. she got her church suit on, and she's crying. You know, whether or not she's telling the truth, you know, she knows and he knows, and and you don't know. But I just don't like when people automatically 
hound somebody and say, oh, you did it. You know, because I have clients that are athletes and were charged with this and they're getting death threats on Twitter, you know, and on social media. And I'm like, and people are like, if I see, if I see, yeah, if I see that nigga, I'm going to pull up on him. And he's like, I did not, you know, I just slept with this girl. Like, you know, and it's, and it's, it's really, it's really hard to be vocal about because me too, the me too movement is so big. And I, and I respect it, you know, because most it's just, it just both it's just two sides to the movement that's all yeah. like, you, not, not, it's not that you don't yeah, you don't two sides. appreciate the movement or you're not with it it's just right. there's in your in your line of work you've been on the side where it's, it's been a lot of some falseness to it yes yeah gotcha. and i have seen and, and grown men in my office breaking down crying like grown men like man i didn't you know and you even talked about um like the family family violence kick that kind of that kind of go kind of tie into it too like yes. you know you as a man you can't even call the cops when no. Something happening to you because <laughs> yeah. if she got a scratch, y'all both go, it's either, it's y'all either going to jail. You going or y'all both going? Yeah. So both times you going. Stakes. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. like, men got a, is that a, is that a disadvantage in that point anyway? Absolutely. So I have a lot. Like, I have done more more of these cases I think than any other cases, like aggravated assault cases, or in family violence. And it's funny because the victim always comes to hire me, so she doesn't call the police. And, or somebody didn't call the police. It's usually her, and he's in jail. And now she now it's, it's looking serious. She thinking he gonna be in there for a night, come home, and Learn maybe get some probation or something. But she, you know, no, maybe he's on parole. Maybe he's on probation, or maybe he has a history of some other charges. And they like, oh no, we want two years. That's you know, or we crazy. want some time. And so she's in my office crying. He didn't hit me. Let me tell you what happened. Or you know, I hit him first, or I did this. You know, and then did you bring your toothbrush? And then you need to go now. Yeah, and then and so and it's like okay, so and now and I have to defend against that. And then it looked and so and this is the the hard part about that because if you're really if you really are getting because you can tell you know like I don't like Laura say like you never asked if they're guilty or not. I had you can. You can look at the evidence and be like, okay, you really did a number on her. You you done beat this girl up. Right. So, um, but it, you have situations where you know that she was the aggressor. You know, like I had a client and his 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 baby mama stabbed him, and he was just like trying to get away from her, and she stabbed him, and so he he like jumped out the the apartment window and ran because he was on parole, and he did not want his baby mama to go to jail. Because she was pregnant, and he was like, so he he got arrested for ag assault, and um, you know, for getting stabbed. Because she called, because the police were called. I think she didn't call the police. Somebody called the police, and when the police got there, she, neighbors heard her commotion. Yes, she said that he hurt her, like he was choking me and he was hitting me. When really, she stabbed him. She had kicked. She had came. She wasn't. She had already was not supposed to be on the property. Came over and kicked down the door, and came after him. And he's on parole, so he's like, you know. Anyway, so he gets out. And so he was protecting her for the longest, and he was lying to me about what was going on. And so I finally was – I had to do my own investigation. I'm talking to his mom, and finally I go to him, and I'm like, listen, you – because he was on parole, so he, he didn't have a bond. I'm like, you've been in here. You're going to tell me the truth today? You know, are we going to do this? And so he was like, okay, this is what happened. You know, I just – I can't have her in jail. She about to have my baby. I'm like, I got you. So I went, you know, and I went to the, I, I called the DA's bluff. I went and I talked to, I went to the ADA. And me and her, me and the ADA had, man, we had a light skin thing going on. A light skin thing. We had a light skin thing going on, right? <laughs> That's main favorite topic. Mm-hmm. So she, you know, she was light skin and she was fine. And, you know, and she was, you know, and she was, you know, she had the <laughs> neck roll and the, so, and I'm trying to, you know, first you, you do what you can, you know, you can, I'm trying to, you know, be civil, like, okay, let's do this. And then we kind of got, and then, 
we had one pre-trial when we were in the back I, we kind of got it got a little spicy between us and i was like okay let me pull back because i'm i need you i need you to dismiss these charges <laughs> so um you know but eventually what happened so we we went i talked to her I, so i so i think i figured out that there were pictures of of the stab wound and so I, his mom had I'm like give me the picture so i take him i take all the evidence that i have i go and I get it. And so I go talk to her and she was like, well, I still want him to do, you know, I want him to plead to like simple battery. I'm like, no, he's on parole. If he pleads to this, he's going down the road for two years. Absolutely not. He just got out of prison. So she ended up, so she was like, well, I, you have to, you know, my supervisor has to prove it. I'm like, cool, bring her in here. So she came in and I laid it out and she was like, let him out. Because mm. one, she not supposed, she wasn't supposed to be over there. She didn't kick the door down. It's video footage, you know, and she's like, what? let him out. Like, if, if he did push her, he was defending himself. He, he stabbed her. So he was let out, and she hired me, you know. And, right, right. And, I, and so I feel like, and, but, and see, the problem is, the, 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 the issue is when you're defending a case like this, if he, if he really is an abuser, victims notoriously will recant the story because you know they're in love they want him to get out and they, they come home and he does the same thing so when i'm saying that she's lying i'm like she's lying they like or and i'm like or she recanted her story here's an affidavit saying like i swear like it's a, a signed sworn document i swear he didn't hit me i hit him first mm -hmm. they're like oh she, she's just doing she's abused you know gotcha. she's, she's just it's doing that hers. yeah she's yeah. she's just doing that because you know she's a battered woman and i'm like nah she's crazy you know, like did, did anything happen to her? Did she get time? <laughs> they tried to call my bluff. They was like, "Well, we're gonna arrest her um, for lying for obstruction of justice." I said, "Okay, she's not my client. Arrest her." <laughs> you know, I was like, "Cause because I'm like, cause she really is not my client. She's you know he he she paid me, but she paid me to represent him. Yeah, I don't care about anybody's interest but that person. So I said, "Arrest her." I said, "I have nothing to do with me. If she wants, she wants." But did she get arrested? No, that's crazy. Not. See. They were Absolutely. bluffing. Love. Yeah, they bluffed. They wanted. To, they wanted to see if I was gonna, if I was willing to throw her in the bus for him. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, I'm with that. Yeah. And your sister's gonna be mad again. They're gonna be very. But upset. let's make them a little bit more mad. So back to the Me Too thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> back to the Me Too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I had an important question. It's a very important question. So how you feel about everything you said about the Me Too stuff? Mm -hmm. How do you feel about people that? Uh, no. How do you feel about the term rape culture? Do you think we live in a society that that has a rape culture? Uh, why do you want to talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all opened it up. So, uh, I think things happen in waves. And right now, we are living in a time where it the Me Too movement has caught on fire. And, people, and, and it's good that people who have been hurt before now feel like they have a platform to come out and speak. I'm fine with that. You know, I, I feel like that. I'm, I'm glad that they a safe space was created for women to come out and say, you know, I was hurt too. Mm -hmm. You know, and I respect them. You know, if you're telling if you're telling the truth, then you know I respect you. I respect that. Okay, but also the lines get so blurred to the point where, because I have p parents ask me who, who their, their kids have been convicted, what can we have done differently? What do I tell my son? And I'm like, you damn near have to say. Listen, girl, sign this paper and say that you consent to what we about to do because mm. you da you damn near have to have proof that she consented because what else can you do? I'm gonna tell you right now, right? People, the first thing people get mad at when she said if they tell the truth. But I'm not talking to a, a woman one day and <laughs> like, they, 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 once you say if. They'd be like, well, who said she's lying? I'm like, whoa, yeah. people lie. Yeah, and people who lie. said she's telling the truth? That's my, yeah, but, yeah, it's like But the that's same the thing only downside me. I have to the Me Too movement is the fact that it's it's what we say and that's it. Yeah. There, there's no room for, we, we don't lie. There's no room for none of that. There's, yeah, there's because no there's room for that. Because there's never been a guy wrongly convicted for rape ever right. in life. Yeah. 
Yes. So I, that's, that's my only downside but to it. Like you terms, can't, terms like rape culture, statistically speaking, is that a real word? Because it sounds like a myth to me. Like, of course, as a statistic goes, like, of course, it's, it's made up. Somebody, somebody put it out there and it caught on fire. Yeah. And then, and that, I hate that the term. problem, the problem with that is now people are just saying it because they want to say it because I want to belong. People, oh, people aren't even using that word culture. You, yeah. you know, what I'm saying? it's just something they just like now. So it's just a you add culture any add any word to culture is just a new thing. Yeah. Because if you tell like if you if you're at a bar and you try to highlight a girl and somebody tells you, oh, you rapey. Like my nigga, that's a serious term. Yes. <laughs> well, that's not rape behavior. Yeah. That's yeah. That's 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 stay away from women like that. That's kind of wild. That's yeah. the first time to to be away from them. Yeah. That's yeah. that's that's wild to say, but yeah. in public, that's, that's what them Nazis. <laughs> that's what them feminazis be on though. They be using terms like that. I mean, I mean, but I, I know a lot of women who have been sexually assaulted, and yeah. I, you know, and I respect that, and I, and I, you know, and we're I, definitely not talking about them, right? And I hope, yeah, and I hope that they, you know, that you know, of course, because it's, it's a process of healing, and some people, a lot of them don't. People who've actually done a lot of them don't even get accused or arrested. Mm-hmm. But I'm just speaking on the other side because I feel like not a lot of people speak up for them, and it tears people up. It ruins you. You know, I have seen confident, you know, outgoing clients being ruined by, you know, be ruined by an accusation. For, and then, I mean, eventually you get your feedback, but sometimes you never, you never get away from that. It's now you rapey, like you said. Now you, now yeah. you, now you know. That's, that's disgusting word. <laughs> yeah, that word is gross. And it's just, just it's like toxic. Not, it's not fair. Yeah, it's <laughs> just, it's just not, it's not fair when it's not true. Um, well, I, I know for, for I know for me, like, um, with the I mean, too, I, I just don't begin to honestly because. It's just, it's just like, it's like one of them battles you're not gonna win. Like yeah. talking about it, because the minute you say something that seems like a little offensive to them, they're gonna, they're gonna use that, and it's a rap. Yes, yeah, and, and yeah, and I it's don't too like much, to it's too emotion. It. It's too much, it's too, it's too much emotion behind it. Because here you are telling somebody that may have been through something that you know, that's, yeah. it's, that you, you, you're questioning the validity of what they're telling you. Right, and, that, and, and that's, that's how they see it. And that's just like any other, but that's just like any other thing. You, they, they're on that side until the, until the chickens come home to roost. That's what my boss always says. When somebody accuses your dad or your brother, then you're like, "Oh, my brother! Exactly, he ain't like that. Exactly. He would never. That she lying. She a hoe. Now you want to talk about the people that she slept with before she slept with your brother. You know. Mm-hmm. Now, now everything's coming. You know, like it's just you have to, I you have to fundamentally believe in a person is innocent until proven guilty or until they take that or until they take a plea and they say I'm guilty. You have to believe in that because if not, you know things crumble. And what we have to believe in and we try to uphold it as much as we can, but with social media, things catch on so fast. Yeah, you you have now ruined somebody's reputation, mm. and I just and I just think it I think it's unfair. Well, uh, I don't know if Slim got any more wild questions because I feel like nah, I was just thinking it'll be funny like if we had her up here and then a prosecutor up here and like we could see the different like mindsets because her mindset is like innocent until proven guilty, and prosecutors think probably the complete opposite. Well, I, I don't I don't know, man. It's That'll yeah, because they're on different sides of the fence. Yeah, but only yeah. Reason, only reason, only reason I went, I would do that if it was just too. I would do that with public defenders. You know what I'm saying? Like if somebody that's not like in no public big defenders are iffy. Like I, I'm saying, but they they should know their stuff though. But I think I think the public defenders that's bad. I think it's really not their fault. It's right. it's, it's because they're underpaid, yes. and also the clients pissed them the hell off. Oh yeah, because I remember one time I was in a courthouse. 
and them boys was in there acting crazy that as hell. And I feel bad for that lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we and I'm not taking that. You're not gonna talk to me crazy. I'll, I'll drop you. Yeah. You're not. You know, I'm not gonna. You're gonna respect me. And but public defenders, they don't. Sometimes they don't have a choice. And they they are. They get real disrespectful. And they they treat you any kind of way. But you know, and they think you're not qualified. But you are a lawyer, just the same. Talking about TV shows, I always think about Better Call Saul when he was a public defender and they was uh, giving him his check for the day, and it was like sixty five, seventy five dollars. Yeah. I'm not he was just like. And he had a long, horrible day. Yeah. I was like, boy, I feel bad for him. Right. Passed what, the bar for none. What I will say about public, I mean, prosecutors, and I and and I want to say this, because um, people always say in the in the African American community, you want people of color on both sides of the V. Like you want to prosecute, mm-hmm. you want you need ADAs. Um, and sometimes they, you know, people, you have prosecutors that are good prosecutors and they believe in what they're doing. And if they, you know, if they feel something and if they believe that person is innocent and, you know, they, they'll do the right thing. But sometimes they, and sometimes people's hands are tied behind their back because you have a DA that makes the calls like, no, you can't do this. You can't do that. But I think what I just don't, when I have, I have problems with ADAs that do, that hear, that just read something and like can't see the other side of things. Mm-hmm. And or, you know, or just kind of write it off or, or, or want to just like, no, I'm, I'm doing this time. And they and they they kind of bait you into taking a plea because you're like, man, if I don't take this plea and I'm convicted, then they're going to throw the book at me. And so it kind of takes your choice away whether or not to plea or go to a trial. Because so, they always say you have a right to a jury trial. Well, not really, because if you don't, if you exercise your right to a jury trial and that jury doesn't come back in your favor, you're going and then now you're going down the road, you know, for a, a while. The right. judge is going to, you know, the judge is going to you have expended resources. You have you instead of taking this plea, you got this good deal. And you wanted you wanted a trial, and you we spent this money, and now here here you go. This is what you asked for. Well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you said it. So that could that could my last point I have is like, I I, told, I asked you before though. So is it harder to defend somebody that you just you know off the back is innocent versus somebody you may feel like if they say you did it, you did it? It's not it's not it's not harder. The stakes are higher because. You don't want to send any. You don't want to send. I don't want to plead nobody out that I think is innocent, even if they offer me something good. I'm like, no, I want you to dismiss this. You know, I don't want. I don't because you put them on probation and then they get in trouble again. They get arrested and now you know now they're in jail. You know, it's harder to prove they're innocent if they're innocent. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is, and that's why you have to do your own investigation and you have to like you have to be you have to stay on. ADAs, which is which sets you apart, private attorneys from public defenders. You have to stay on them and put that time in, and then and 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 I don't like when they don't recognize that they were wrong. And I'm I'm gonna tell this quick story because it's a really good one. I had a guy that was on probation, on parole, and he got charged with aggravated assault. And of this woman, um, he was at a gas station, and there was a woman. She's a known local prostitute and um, drug user in the area, and so he knows her. Everybody knows her. She was trying to solicit him, you know, trying to get him to, you know, pay for sex. And he's like, girl, get away from my car. And then she kicks his car like a brand new, he had a brand new truck. She like, she's kicking the car because she's pissed and she's high. So he throws like a, he picks up a twig and like throws it at her. He's like, man, get out of here, right? Her boyfriend, who was a pimp, sees this and he beats her. So he's, because she can't steal the deal. So he like mm-hmm. drags her off and beats her like in front of people. And for some reason, and he was there, people were watching. And for some reason... She so the police drive by a little and then she flags the police down at, you know, like a little after and she's bloody. She tells the cops that my client did it and not the boyfriend. Right. And he is like, so I get to him and I know he's in and he's on parole. You know, he has a long history and he's like, listen, 
I'm a drug. I, yeah, I have done. Gotcha. I've, I've deal some drugs. He's like, but I can put my hands on a woman junkie or not. He's like, I threw a twig at her because she was kicking my car. You know, I was trying to get away from the car. So I was going head to head with this prosecutor because he was like, no, he's on parole. You know, he's got a history. And, you know, she said he did it. And though they couldn't they couldn't find her because she, you know, she's she, right. You know, they couldn't find her. So that, that took some time. And the whole time he's in custody because he's on parole. And so I had so I finally got the body cams. And on the body cam, the officer was like, man, when, when he's talking to her, he's like, she did this yesterday. Her boyfriend beat her up yesterday and she flagged us down yesterday and she didn't want us to arrest him. So I'm telling them, like. So I'm bringing it to him. I'm like, listen, your officer is saying that the boys, the guy's beating her up. The local officer already knew. Right. Yeah. He already knew. And then like it was, this was the weirdest story. The officer that arrested him ended up dying in a car accident. So now you don't have, now you don't have a, something got bad luck. Right. Now you don't have a, you don't have a witness, you know, so you can't, you not. So I'm telling him, you don't, you don't have an officer to come testify, you know, against my The body cam wasn't enough? Yeah. Well, Yes, because you have to authenticate. When you enter something into evidence, you have to authenticate things. Right, right, okay. You know, so, and you didn't have anybody to lay that foundation because he's passed. But, I mean, there there is exceptions because he's passed. There's an exception to the rule, and it may have came in. Maybe. maybe. I could have, maybe could have fought against it. But, and I, I, but he was adamant that he didn't do it, and I was, I was, I was looking for the victim. You know, I was trying to call around, see what, you know, so... I kept telling him he didn't do it. Like, listen, he didn't do it. Like, they were the pro. He had a pro here. I'm like, they're going to send him down the road. They're going to send him down the road. He ends up, um, so I find, like, I, I literally was, like, sitting outside his office every day until, like, he, dis- so he ends up dismissing the case, right? But we still have to go to the parole board to have a hearing because he dismissed it right at the last minute. So I go to the, we have the hearing. I show the dismissal. I let him, I'm like, listen, he's a good guy. This is what happened. And so they don't, they don't, they don't revoke him and they let him out. He had not been out two weeks. Two weeks later, he was at, because this is a local, a local spot. He was at a restaurant. Um, and he was sitting in, he had, you can see him on camera. He had sat inside, he walked inside and he was getting some food. The woman, cause she's, she's a local came and walks by. He, they had gotten to another fight, you know, and he he went to like a, shortly after my client got arrested, he got arrested. He beat her up again. He got arrested. He had just got out. He walks in the door and, and mind you, I had been telling the ADAs y'all need to go arrest him because he's beating he, you have evidence he's that he, it's, it's him. Right. He's doing it. He needs to be in here for ag assault. He's beating the hell out of her. She walks, she, he walks in, my client sits down and then you see them on camera. They come in the camera and then he shoots her in the head in front of everybody and kills her. Shoots her in the head. The boy, the, the, the boyfriend shoots her in the head and she dies. The pimp. Yeah. I go back to the ADA and said, if you would have listened to me and arrested him. Yeah. That body is on them. Instead of my client. That's, that's messed up. She would be still living. But because you were so adamant that my client, you know, even though you had all this evidence. And so I was furious and then when i went back to him i'm like look look what happened because you you just want you know you wrote my guy off because he was on parole even though he never had a violent charge he had gun charges and he had like drugs he had never hurt a woman but he's like i don't do that you know and he she got killed right and he, and he witnessed it right in front of him blew her blew her brains out and like it went through the window and he was there he's, he was there because he was with local people and so he he called me and was like Bianca, turn on the news blah, blah, blah. and i was like oh my god and so i went the next time i went to court i showed him i said look I said, you should have arrested him when I told you and let my guy out and she would still be living. And he was like, you know, he didn't even say anything. Didn't care. Mm -mm, Didn't care. Oh, well, that's that's tough. I know. That's tough. That's a, that's a, it's a horrible story. right? And he, and my guy had spent a significant time in custody. He was in there for like 
he was in there for a month before I got before they hired me, and I think he had to sit for another two months before I could get them to, to drop the charges. Damn. And he had a bomb, but he had a parole hold, so they weren't gonna let him out. And I'm pretty sure, like on the streets, like people that know him, probably like, damn, he just can't do right. Yeah. You know, because people that, that go, you know, you got yep. things that go in and out. Yep. But sometimes it's like the stuff you that you done did. You know, maybe you did it, but then that's you get you get a bad luck, or you know, your rap your, your rap sheet. Yeah. It it causes people to look at you a certain way, and now. You probably feeling in like he ain't gonna never he ain't never gonna stay home or you know he ain't never gonna do that so he ain't even do nothing. That's right. And can you imagine his story being on the jail report and his friends is like, oh look at him beating women and really he never touched her. He threw a twig at her because she was kicking the car. But you know when you hear that like because she was <clears throat> she was hurt like she was bloody and stuff. If you see those pictures, you're like, dang, you know. And so and now you have a bad you have a reputation of beating women and you've never touched a woman before in your life. That's tough. That's tough, man. Um. Well, you got anything? Nah, that's it. All right. Well, I mean, I think I think it was, I think it was good. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't as you was nervous. I, I could tell, but it wasn't it was it was good. You can tell. I could tell you in the beginning. You was nah. Kinda, she broke out of it after like twenty five minutes. I know. I, in the minutes. beginning, like you were shivering a little bit. I could. I, <laughs> well, it is freezing in here. Well, you was talking shivering though. It wasn't okay. like freezing. It was like <laughs> sorry. Yeah, but I was. I, <laughs> but that's why I, that's why I kept the, the good Man, stuff. You gotta remember, last. we do yeah. this every day though, so yeah. people well, gotta it, get used. It to is nerve wracking because I know the cameras right here and then yeah, I got the mics in my face. I think a slim as hell. You know, I thought they'd be good. You know. No, it's cool, but you know. But then I don't know. He asked me. Couple of questions. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's my topic, yeah. dog. Bing. Yeah. That's my topic. You oh. opened it up, though. I told nah. you I was going to sit here and chill. We, already had, we had a plea deal already yeah, for that. Yeah, we had already talked about <laughs> that. that. <laughs> I wanted to talk about it because I, you know, I want. I'm a bad ADA. That's what it is. You and your, it's, it's, it's all good, though. Nah, all good, that's though. a good topic. Nah, it was good, though. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I, I learned a lot, though. So that's, that's my main thing to learn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like I told Slim, I think that it worked out perfect because week before I did what? Uh, Evan. I, I said it. I said I'm gonna do Evan first, and hopefully by then she hit me back, and I can do her. And then showing up, it worked that way. So I'm, yeah. I'm happy. I feel good. Everything went the way I wanted to go. Good. You did good. I, I feel like I ain't gotta text them. Be like, yo, such and such wasn't talking right. You know, yeah. it was good because we, <laughs> me and him, me and him have a lot of um, we have a lot of uh, post uh, conversations about podcasts. You know right. what I'm saying? So if I'm there for his or vice versa, mm-hmm. and you can tell it's not really, it's not really there. Yeah. Yeah, we have we just we be having some depressed talk sometimes, but this okay. was a good one. Well, don't talk. Yeah, don't talk. No, nah, it was me. a good one. I, <laughs> yeah. I ain't gonna tell you it was good for one good. I'm gonna tell you right now. I ain't yeah. gonna tell you that. Now it was good. I learned nah, a lot too. Nah, nah, this was a real good one. Good. I can tell. Let me tell you. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. Right, right, I can tell. Right. It begins. Slim was in his phone a lot. I ain't taking his phone last hour. He was yeah. in his phone like this a little bit. Then he's like, ah, it's getting good. You know. Yeah. I, don't <laughs> you, I, don't, I don't know if you seen my notes. Yeah, this is like a live show now. for me. Yeah. This is like a live show for me. But it was cool. It was cool. Slim, yeah. I'm getting Facebook comments from Slim. Like, oh, he not paying attention. Okay, he just on Facebook, I guess. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said, comment link when you get home. Slim yeah. did it right there and there. <laughs> yeah. But it was all uh, good, man. But I enjoyed talking to you. Uh, definitely, um, like I said, to me, uh, you can always come on here. I, I, I like talking law. So okay. Um, that'd, be, that'd be nice to do if you could do that every once in a while. That'd be dope. Yeah, if you need it, just let me know. If you have no, I, something that comes up or anything that you want to talk about in particular, definitely, just let me know. definitely, definitely. You know what I'm saying? And uh, if I get caught up, I call you. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, yes, call me, know. please. Hopefully, I ain't got, you I ain't, need I ain't me. got 50 bands. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm just you can throw it out well, there. Every case 50. isn't a 50 band case. I'm hopeful. You know. I'm a good guy. You know what I'm saying? But you got $50, get you a public defender. Nah. <laughs> 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 if you're innocent, get you a paid lawyer. Nah, yeah, I'm not. I, I ain't doing that. Yeah, money talks. I just try to stay out of trouble. You know. But all right, man, another episode of uh, Morning Masters Podcast. Uh, shout out to Bianca for coming through. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
I, and the last thing, I, it was dope. I think the dopest thing was the Christmas thing, though, for real. Because um, I've seen the opposite side of that. People get arrested just before Christmas. Right. You know what I'm saying? So to hear somebody got out just before Christmas, I thought it was dope. I don't know what the hell Blue talking about. But right. he's from Columbia County with Slim, so. Blue is not from Columbia County. <laughs> now, why, why you playing? Stop this Columbia County talk. I know why you're playing. He's from, he from, he from this side. <laughs> yeah. Everybody you be saying, yeah, they from Columbia County with Slim. Ain't none of them from Columbia County. Me saying that. <laughs> me saying that. Only I'm from Columbia County. Now, me saying that is like, according to you saying head ass. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's from Columbia <laughs> County. That's my head ass, so. That's a that's a horrible term. Yeah, you say all Colum- the time. You got a you, you got, got a crazy rep for Columbia County, but we have amazing schools. Ah, right, we out here. All right, one other podcast. <laughs> be out, man. Stop bringing us scores and stuff. <laughs>